All right, welcome everybody to another episode of Scoops, uh, episode three, season three. We got the moment you guys have been waiting for here, NFL preview, finally back, and we got a, everyone's favorite guest, well, our, the main favorite guest, but part of his family is also, but welcome back to Steve, happy to have him join us again. Dude, pumped to be here, ready to talk football, man. It is that time of year. We've been in a hiatus of like wandering, like the Israelites in the desert, baby, <laughs> <laughs> for many, many months now. And you know, baseball is awesome, and I'm a big proponent of baseball. But like, baseball is just like a really long season, and uh, the playoff baseball is awesome. Don't get me wrong, but my team is rarely in it, and it won't take you long if you're a first time listener here. It won't take you long to figure out who my team is based on who my uh, football team is. So we'll, let, we'll, let that, we'll ride that one out for a little while. You'll figure it out. No, that's right. And, and you're right, man. It's, just long, it's a long off season, you know, obviously since February, but especially since March Madness ended, I mean, it's just a long time. And baseball, I mean, you know, that's what makes football so great. You know, it's only get such limited games. One game a week is on the weekend usually. I mean, you just kind of know you know what the hype is and you know, there's nothing better than a college football weekend and a pro football weekend. I mean, it's just, it, I mean, there's nothing better than that. So yeah, we're here. We finally made it. Finally made it. Yeah. So pumped uh, tomorrow kicks off the season here. Bruce or uh, Mr. T, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, either one. I, that's all good, man. I think um, our uh, guest last week, Mr. Uh, Lewis might've uh, also broken your first name too for the that's crowd. Right. That's so. right not necessarily a secret anymore man i'm looking at espn.com right now um it looks like is nick bosa uh under contract now uh yeah he was holding out you know we're recording here on this wednesday night uh he just signed a huge extension earlier today so he was holding out now he's back highest uh highest paid defensive player ever now they say Wow. Uh, based on this new deal, I mean, I get definitely worth that. I mean, I think he's got 122 million dollars guaranteed money, so good for him. I mean, definitely, like I said, definitely worth that. Okay, wow, yeah, I didn't know that. I this is the first time seeing it, so I'm a little late to the game, a couple hours late to the game, but yeah, probably, probably worth it. He's such an impact there for the Niners. No, he is. I mean, you got to have pass rush. I know we were talking last night, maybe you weren't on our, on our production meeting yet, but. Uh, you know, quarterback, you'd take first, probably left tackle, you'd take second, and then yeah. uh, pass rusher third. I, I would say you got to get a pass rusher third if you're building the team. No, absolutely. Every every great team in the playoffs has has at least one great pass rusher. If not, if not one, they usually have a good pass rush by committee. Right. Kind of like the running backs by committee. Now, I, I kind of like the running backs by committee. What What are your thoughts, Mister T? That's a great question. Uh. I, I'm old school, so I, I love a good workhorse back. I mean, uh, but it, it's nice to spread the wealth. I think if you can get two guys getting 10-plus carries, I think nowadays it's just hard because so many teams don't run the ball that much, and obviously backs catch a lot of passes too, so you might have like a receiving back and then someone that gets kind of a ground and pound. But, I mean, I I don't know. I'm, I prefer the workhorse back, but it's cool to see like how teams utilize multiple backs. And like I said, if, if, a couple, if, if, it, if it's a running team like the old Jets, kind of the ground and pound Jets team with Sean Green and – LT and, well, that was a little, a little after his time, but Sean okay. Green and LT and uh, a couple other guys. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's that's pretty rare nowadays. But I like to see, you know, a team really commit to the run and, and guys get to 
develop a rhythm. I mean, it's when your running backs get, you know, four or five carries and you can't get a rhythm in that amount of time, you know? That's true. Yeah. Yeah. It is interesting to see how uh, those two backs are used. You know, some of them are like, you know, third and short or fourth and very short. And some of them are like first and second down backs primarily. So, yeah, interesting. Tough, tough to be a fantasy. Not, I mean, not, it's not tough to be a fantasy owner, but it's just different dynamic when you know you have a, you know, you're, you're picking, you have a couple backs to choose from, from the same team. I, I think a green Bay that pops out right away, Aaron Jones and um, AJ Dill- or, uh, Dillon. What's his AJ name? Dillon. Yeah. Yeah, AJ. yeah. yeah. So I'm like every last like two or three years, I'm like, ah, I could go for either one, but I, yeah, I don't know what to do, but yeah, kind of my dilemma now in fantasy is the running back thing. I'm sure. A lot of people have that d- dilemma. I mean, obviously you're going to go for like Nick Chubb and Josh Jacobs um, you know, Austin Eckler, just the, just the red zone touchdown machine, you know, um, the chargers definitely need that, but the chargers need a lot of help when it comes to one score games, <laughs> as, as you say best, uh, Mr. T chargers are going to charger, man. That's right. Thank you. <laughs> and, uh, they have no. that, that coach, man. And I'm Staley, man. He's, he's a, he's a piece of work. Um, I don't want to sound like I'm complaining because obviously my team's from the AFC West. Um, the Kings of the West, I should say. Yeah. <laughs> everything well, they are. Amen. Through, everything pretty much goes through Arrowhead and, you know, Vegas is now Arrowhead West or Arrowhead Gamble or I don't know. I don't know what we want to call it. Um, but like the Chiefs are just ridiculous, man. Andy Reid, you got old Patty Boy behind there. Um, just just a force to be reckoned with always it's, it's, it's literally Super Bowl or bust now, like every year. And it's ridiculous. It's, I, I, I don't want this feeling to go away as a fan, but like, um, I, well, I don't want to become arrogant is really what I, I, I don't want. Right. So, um, you know, I mean, you, you got to work for it and you gotta, you gotta work real hard to win in the NFL. It doesn't matter. Um, if you're the chiefs or the chargers, the Eagles, the, I think you're right though man i mean it's it's like hard not to be arrogant when you're like you know every game you play you guys are either favored or should win or have a chance obviously a good chance to win and you know seven straight division titles as i said in my blog yesterday i'll probably link to that in the end of the show but Mahomes never even played a road playoff game in five years i mean that's like some stuff you see on madden like a madden dynasty yeah so, it's pretty it's pretty ridiculous and you said he hasn't played a road, um, a true road playoff game in five years. And some people like that they don't know anything about football. Be like, well, did they make the playoffs recently? I'm like, yeah, they've they've made it all the last five years <laughs> in a row. That's right. That's <laughs> um, right. And then like another thing, I think we were talking yesterday, but he hasn't lost an AFC West road game yet. Yep. What yeah, you world? told me that. I didn't. What? I didn't know that off the top of my head. Yeah, it's truly remarkable. And then the the streak with the Broncos right now, um, I'm going to jinx it probably. They're, they're going to win this year, one of these games. Um, but the Chiefs have beat the Broncos 15 times in a row. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's truly remarkable. Uh, it's really weird. Um, but, yeah, just living in this, this time where – and it's – I think I've mentioned it before in like last year's podcast or a couple of years ago, like my dad and I gr- growing up, um, just listening to talk radio, sports radio and talk radio mixture. Um, and, and, and his, uh, 89 Ford Ranger, um, with no, wow, AC. Nice. <laughs> it was brutal many days there in Kansas city, but 
um, in the summer, but listening to the radio and just hearing <laughs> all the the Chiefs fans calling in, talking about, hey, we're going to the Super Bowl this year. I have high hopes. And my dad and I would look at each other and be like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. But now I'm sure, like, I mean, I don't have access to listening to the KC radio um, very often, but I'm sure, I mean, like, people calling in, it's legitimate, man. It's like, it's it's crazy. So I just don't want to become an arrogant fan and um, want to just – with that being said, I want to enjoy this time as a Kansas City fan because I know it's not going to last forever. Kind of like what we're seeing with New England right now, right? Um, right. right. I mean, they had, you know, legitimately 20 years of, of great football with um, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick and the many, uh, the many different pieces they had year after year. Just phenomenal coach. Um, obviously the, the greatest of all time to do it at QB. Um, just like a twenty-year dynasty, man. I think how many times did they go to the Super Bowl? Ten times in those twenty years. Uh, in those twenty years, I think it was nine times. Okay, because they won six, lost three. That's right. And Brady won one in Tampa, so he's seven and three overall. Yeah, I think that's right. I okay, that's, that's why right. I thought it was ten times. Brady's been ten times. Right. Right. Yeah, that's that's unreal. Yeah, it'll be no, weird, it man, because this is. Like, honestly, I don't remember football really before Brady. I remember a couple years maybe. Because um, I remember Elvis Ger- – I think I remember the 1998 season with the Chiefs when Elvis Gerback was the QB. Um, Dude, what a reference. Elvis Gerback from Michigan. Adam, Dr. Scholl's team, Michigan. That's uh, right. Elvis Gerback, great call, Steve. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, not too hard of a great call when I – he was like the first quarterback I remember. Um. Growing up, but yeah, Elvis Gerback, and then I think Rich Gannon. Gannon um, was a backup behind Gerback for a couple of years, which is radical because Gannon had that random like MVP season with Oakland, right? Two thousand two, um, they went to the Super Bowl, got got blitzed by Tampa and John Gruden, their, <laughs> that's their right. former coach. Yeah, wasn't he the coach like the year prior? Yeah, but they traded him to the Bucks, and then they ran Tony Dungy out, traded for Gruden, and they just, to quote one of my friends, skull fuck the, uh, the Raiders gaining through like five picks or something like that. <laughs> I remember reading some weird story about something, um, some player getting like super, somebody on the Raiders at the time, or it might have been a couple of people on the Raiders, like went out and partied really hard, like either a day before the Super Bowl or two days before the Super Bowl. Like that Friday night going to Saturday and just were not fully there. Their bodies had not recovered by the time the Super Bowl came around. It was it was an interesting story. I don't know how legitimate it is, but let's see, it's a good read. Well, based on their performance, that could very well be true. <laughs> I don't doubt if it's true at all. Could be one of those excuse things, but I mean it could be legitimate, you know. <laughs> right. So Rich Gannon was a backup in the late nineties for the Chiefs. I thought he was like mid nineties. I don't really know a lot about Rich Gannon, though. I don't really know when he played for the Chiefs. I just remember with the Raiders. Yeah, it was it was late 90s. So it, uh, we had uh, Todd Blackledge, I think. Oh, wow. Nice. Well, I mean, he was early 90s before Montana got there. Because we had Montana and then um, Steve DeBerg. Uh, I want to say Gerback was after DeBerg. Um, and speaking of DeBerg, he has this like random, there's this awesome video on YouTube. It's like 20 minutes long and I don't know why it's 20 minutes long, but after watching it, I realized why it's 20 minutes long. It's just a great story about 
Steve DeBerg and his 76 yard touchdown run. Um, it, it's it. I know most people listening will be like, okay, it's a 76 yard touchdown run, but this dude was probably one of the most unathletic dudes <laughs> in the NFL at the time. And he had, he ripped off a 76 yard touchdown run. It was like a 20 minute video of it. It's really great. Really great. Face value entertainment's awesome. Um, but yeah, man, like, and this kind of like segues into a different point. Like, um, I'm not living in Kansas city and haven't lived in Kansas city since uh, I graduated high school. I've been, you know, out of there uh, about four weeks right after I graduated high school. I've been gone. Haven't lived there. I mean, I visited plenty of times. So my parents live there and I have family there. Um, but like whenever someone like, you know, accuses me, maybe not accuses me, but thinks I'm a fair weather fan. I just start naming off the QBs from the early nineties <laughs> until now. And I'm like, that usually is like, okay, okay, okay. And then I show them my Missouri driver's license and um, I have my 816 phone number still, you know, the main area code in KC. So right. usually pretty legitimate at that point. But yeah, no, man, like Blackledge was the last quarterback we uh, drafted in the first round um, in the 80s. And then Mahomes was the, the only other quarterback we drafted in the first round. Um 34 years later, right? 2017, 83 was Blackledge because I was the same draft as Elway and Marino and all that. <laughs> yeah, man. I can't believe. Man, the Chiefs really missed out. <laughs> as much as I don't like Elway, man, we really missed out. <laughs> yeah. Well, it just goes to show, uh, you know, it just takes one quarterback. Obviously, with the Bengals down, the Chiefs, I don't think the Chiefs were inept, obviously. You know, they've had a good front office for many years, but certainly a snake-bitten franchise in terms of, postseason success or lack thereof and they went what 21 years between playoff wins i mean that's that's hard to do eight now and eight 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 uh my childhood at least from nine well a little before i remember but from like 93 93 or 94 until 2015 eight first round exits in the playoffs yeah i mean that's eight. and they had a buy foot loss to the steelers at home i remember 2016 with all field goals the steelers six had field goals but was it by boswell <laughs> he kicked six field goals it was Boswell who kicked six field goals against us and beat us 18 to 16. We had that stupid, and I mean really stupid game against the Colts for all those fans listening in uh, Indiana. Uh, I know they're I know they're listening, but that's you know, right. the Chiefs that's were right. up 38 to 10 at halftime. <laughs> and they found yep. a way to lose 45 to 44, and there's Andrew Luck recovering his own fumble for a touchdown. No, it's uh, you're right, man. I mean, that's you got you cheat. Unlike Browns fans and Lions fans who are just inept and like their fans, you know, if they this is a shout out to Dr. Shaw, another jeer, and my boy Phil, another jeer for them. But you know, they just stay with them because they have like I don't know psychiatric issues. I guess the Chiefs, like the Chiefs fans, have paid their dues in terms of actual suffering when it matters most. So you guys deserve to be a winner. So I, Chiefs are definitely not. I mean, I probably root for someone else this year because I love the parody. But Chiefs are not a hateable team by any means. And they're not like Evil Empire like the Patriots. So, I mean, Andy Reid's a great guy. Mahomes is very likable, obviously. Kelsey's likable. Like, what are you going to say, you know? No, I appreciate that. That's good. I feel like I feel like they do a good job representing the city, too. Um, although I don't live there anymore. I haven't lived there for a long time. Kind of like what I said. But, I, I mean, Kansas City is a very likable city uh, for the most part. Um not really, not really a whole lot to dislike about the city. Great barbecue. Everybody talks about the barbecue. If you ever go to a game at Arrowhead, um, unless you're the Raiders, 
or the Broncos, eh, maybe the Chargers, but you know, most teams, their fans, and I've heard this said and I've seen it in action, like they really enjoy like, you know, tailgating in Kansas City because everybody's very welcoming. Um, everybody's, you know, there six, seven hours, you know, before before kickoff, barbecuing, man. Um, having a great time um, at Arrowhead. So unless unless you're the Raiders, the Broncos, if you're a fan of an opposing team, you're probably going to be treated pretty well. Right. No, that's awesome. Midwestern city, man. Midwest values. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, no, and I think you're definitely a humble fan, Steve. I mean, you're, you know, you're not, you're not an a-hole, obviously. And, uh, you know, it's you're, like you said, you decided to embrace it, I think. And you're not, you're not one of those sites that's like irrational and complains all the time or says that like the season's ruined because of one loss or whatever, you know, like that Bengals loss in the playoffs. I mean, you understand, like you can't, like you said, you can't take it for granted. No, you, so, not, you can't take anything for granted, man. And, and I used to be, uh, I think I said it last year when we talked, but I used to not like Joe Burrow at all. But then after he beat us for the third time in a row, I'm like, I cannot not like this guy, man. He's like, you know, even though he's the, he's the chief's killer at this point, man, he's so cool. So smooth. Um, just cool under pressure, man. Joe cool. Um, really a lot of fun to watch. Like you got to really appreciate it. Even though I'm a huge Chiefs fan, you really got to appreciate, you know, when, when there's a great QB and a great, you know, rivalry brewing. So like nothing, nothing against the Bengals at all. I think it's, I think it's great. It's a lot of fun. It's great for the NFL. Um, same thing with the bills too. Although, I think we'll get into it a little later. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure the bills are the team to beat in the East anymore. And we might get into that later, but um, the bills, the Bengals and the chiefs had a, have a really good rivalry between the three right now. So a lot of fun, a lot of respect to the, to the bills fans and the Bengals fans. Cause I know the bills fans have really <laughs> sucked it up for many years and they're, they're crazy. They're a lot of fun. I have a couple buddies that are bills fans, but you know, it's, it's all in good fun, man. Um, respect to, to those diehard Bills fans and Beagles fans. They got a lot to root for. So, well, we'll see what happens this season with them. No, amen. And I think, obviously, like you said, it's going to be weird not having Brady. First time really in my life as a fan. He's not quarterback on the team. Um, but, obviously, the league's in great hands. Burrow, Mahomes, Allen, Herbert, great young quarterbacks. Jalen Hurts, obviously, Rodgers now with a new team. The old savvy vet. I mean, it's, it's a, never a shortage of storylines in the NFL, man. And I think Burrow and Mahomes, that's easily Peyton and Brady 2.0. And obviously, Bill, being with the Bills, and Bills have had success, but they got to win in the playoffs, which, again, kind of like Manning versus Brady as well because Peyton finally broke through one year. But, yeah, it's great, man. It's a great time to be a fan of the game for sure. I mean, when is it not, though, honestly? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's must-see TV, man. You got to dial in for those games. I mean, any game, you know, most games in the NFL are like, I wouldn't say must-see, but, you know, you got to have it on. But the must-see games, you're right, man. The Bills – uh, the Bengals, they have a they have a rematch this year, right? The Bills and Bengals. Yeah, I think it's week eight or week nine, early okay. November. I know that. That'll be a good one. And we got, um, I think, doesn't Baltimore have uh, Cincinnati's number? No, it was Cleveland who has Cincinnati's number, right? Uh, they did till last year. Burrow finally beat the Browns last year for the first time, the second time they played. And they okay. play Sunday, week one, and probably one of the games we'll pick. Okay. Wacky, yeah. So that that's interesting. Yeah, man. Yeah, you're right. There's a lot of must-see you know, NFL TV. And it's, it's, it's so cool how, um, although the Thursday night games last year were more of a miss than a hit. It's awesome. We have a Thursday night game to look forward to. Um, obviously the full slate on Sunday and you got the Sunday night games usually pretty good. And obviously the Monday night games pretty good too. So, yeah, I mean, three distinct nights that are, you know, awesome to look forward to the next, you know, five or six months here. So I've really look really excited about it. 
No, amen, man. You said it. And Sunday afternoon, the doubleheader game's always great. Sunday night, like you said, Monday night. I mean, you're more of a streamer than me. Thursday night, I'll, I'll probably watch more this year. I do hate streaming, though. But you're right. I mean, just knowing there's a game on, like you said, three different nights. I mean, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Do you want to um, want to get into some of your picks this year? Yeah, let's do it. But first, let's let's check in with you, man. Obviously, viewers might not know or listeners might not know, but you're, we're not in studio here. We're, we're virtual. You want to update them on where you are in life and kind of you moved out of our undisclosed location. But t- check in with us real quick before we get going. Sure. Yeah, out of our uh, moved out of the undisclosed location. Um, I guess it's almost been. Yeah, it's been about three months since we moved now, and it was. Um, it was. It was tougher than I thought it was going to be tougher in the, you know, the, I guess, emotionally tough because, um, my wife and I have moved quite a bit. Um, and it's kind of been due to our, you know, occupations, um, we've held in life and I'm, I'm doing something different now. Um, for the most part, still, still tied into my former occupation a little bit. Um, got, got a little flavor of it, but um, my wife and I have lived in many different states and different places in the world. Um, and I, you know, we, we really got plugged into an awesome church, um, at our last place. We live in San Antonio now, so I'll say that much because like San Antonio is huge uh, and it's allegedly out, out of all the metro areas in the world, uh, the metro areas in the United States is the seventh biggest, you know, metro area in the United States, which surprised me, but after being down here, it's not too surprising uh, after seeing, you know, you can spend an hour going from one point of the city to the next point of the city. So it, it takes a while to get around. But no, I, wow. our, our um, you know, we spent two and a half, almost three years at our last location, really got plugged into an awesome church. Um, it was really the first church we've really got plugged into because um, of our our jobs. We moved around a lot and we do a lot of stuff um uh like on the weekends more of a it's not i wouldn't say a 24 7 job but it's it you know leaning that way so pretty busy most of the time doing a lot of different stuff um all hours of the night all hours you know every day of the week so um but our last you know last jobs we did have gave us an opportunity to work more of a nine to five um for lack of a better for term and we got plugged into the church and it was great i um, met some great people that's where i met mr t i think it was like week three or four um there and he was wearing a, a the ohio state you know polo red shirt <laughs> charlotte i should say sorry not red thank you that's <laughs> right that's right charlotte shirt and um yeah, I just started talking and he, I was, I think I was wearing one of my, uh, army shirts, uh, army West Point shirts. And he actually like, he recognized that I wasn't like a Michigan state Spartan shield. I was like, that's really impressive. <laughs> that's usually what I get. I get either Michigan state, which is kind of wacky. Um, I, I guess I can see it cause the Spartan, but like the colors are way, the color schemes way off or I get UCF, um, down there in Florida too. I get that too. So. I guess either one is a little similar, but no. Nah, so, um, yeah, uh, the daughter turned two recently. So Kenna, um, she's in daycare now and it's great because we go to, I guess, I, I don't want to say I guess, but I've heard, um, it's the biggest, uh, Missouri Synod Lutheran church, um, or excuse me, LCMS church 
in the state of Texas, and it might be in the United States too. So really big uh, Lutheran church down here, which is a great church to go to. Um, daycare, have the kindergarten through eighth grade right now. Um, so Kenna's in daycare, and she's really enjoying it. We've met some other parents um, that send their kids to the same daycare and meeting people. I mean, we've only been here for a couple months now, but uh, meeting people in the church. And so really getting plugged into our new uh, network down here in San Antonio. Which has been a, which has been a blessing. So um, it's it's been great. So can't can't complain at all. Uh, Tara kind of switched her job. Um, I mean, she's still in the military, but she kind of switched her job. Um, what she does in the military, and so uh, as of right now, it's afforded a lot more time to her being like you know here and present with with the family. Um, so it, it's been it's been a blessing for sure. So really, I mean, really trying to get plugged in trying to find some volunteer opportunities, trying to build a network um, down here in San Antonio, because this is where the Lord has, has sent us um, at this point in our lives. And we're, we're back in Texas. I don't know if many people know, but we actually met at uh, Fort Hood, Texas back in 2015 and got married in 2018. And I've lived in a couple different states since we got married and we lived in Korea for about two years. So it's pretty radical, radically, uh, uh, pretty radical for the first couple of years of marriage, um, living in a, a different country. And, you know, Asia is like v- vastly different from a westernized country. There's even though it's Korea, I mean, Korea is kind of westernized in some parts, like near Seoul or other big metropolitan areas. But um, for the most part, Asia is like um, pretty different <laughs> from uh, Western Europe and, uh, you know, the Americas. So, but honestly, all that to say, like here in San Antonio, getting plugged in. Um, it's, it's been good. It's been a blessing. Miss our friends in our undisclosed location for sure. But, <laughs> um, as I think one of your, I think big red says like, uh, friends aren't limited to a zip code or something like that area code zip code. So. Yes. Amen. I, I know I say that to you a lot and I always attribute it to him cause he, he definitely introduced that into my lexicon. Uh, but no, happy to do happy you're doing well, man. Obviously we miss you here. Everybody does, um, but it's, you know, I'm glad you guys have a great opportunity down there, and I know you guys are doing great things, and Texas is a great state to be in, for sure. You know, if it's a it's a metro, you know, very populated area, good values, nice southern values, man. Uh, uh, you know, don't, don't mess with Texas, as they say, so I'm happy that you're <laughs> down there. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, looking forward to you. I know you're coming down later this year, so looking forward to seeing you again down here. And uh I want to say 2024 or 2025 is they're having the final four back down here in San Antonio. So I might have to, you know, come down here for that. That'd be an awesome event. The Alamo Dome. I'm actually going to the Alamo Dome here again in a couple of days, uh, nine days from now when Army plays uh, UTSA. Um, I don't have. That's sick. Yeah, That's I don't have it. a good feeling about, you know, Army playing well against UTSA because UTSA is actually pretty good this year. Um, they were last year too. Well, I've actually been to the Alamo Dome before and it was for a baseball game. I saw the Royals play the Rangers in spring training. It was really whack, but it was super cool. It was like, um, to right field. I remember it was like 250 feet to right field. It was a spring training game. So, right. So not, not right. real like right. regular season game, but to like left field, it was like 470 or 480 because it was like, you know, it's football field dimension. So they were like scrambling to try to set up this baseball field. I remember standing out there in like the right field bleachers and the ball was from the lefties. 
the ball was screaming in over the third batting <laughs> practice. I was like, this is wild because the ball was still on the ascent at that point. Right. You know, at 250 feet, you know, it's it's it, it hasn't reached its apex yet, um, but it was still in the ascent and had all kinds of backspin and stuff. I'm like, man, these balls are screaming in, you know. Uh, it was whack. So I'll be excited to watch my first football game there in a couple of days. That's great, man. It does seem like a great place to see a game. And, yeah, April 2025, I'm already planning to come down, so make plans for me now because I'll be at the Final Four for sure that year. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we got space. Uh, we got room. Uh, so that'll be that. Yeah, it'll be fun. You know, that's that's actually actually only about a year and a half away, like 18 yeah. months. So it's not not yeah. too far in the horizon. So yeah, it'll be a lot of fun, you know. And um, I think I shared that clip of uh, Jim Nance talking about San Antonio, how awesome he thought it was that the final four was here. I think when was it last year? Was it 2008 or was it, it had to be? No, 2018. 2018 was the last time. Okay, I remember 2008 because that's when uh, KU won the national championship. Yep, that's that. We could do a whole podcast on that title game. That was an awesome game. Chalmers hitting that three to tie. That was <laughs> awesome, man. Super Mario. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a good game. Yeah, I had a funny enough. So I mean, I grew up in Kansas City, so it was like a split between KU and MU fans growing up. But I actually had a baseball game, a high school baseball game that night. So I didn't watch it um live and oh that sucks man yeah well i think i caught the ending but most of the game i did not see because i was on the bus going back home right um but yeah yeah so i caught yeah i I sort of remember that one but who won who won the national championship in 2018 was it villanova villanova Villanova. okay was that the three that was hit like from the parking lot at the end of the game no that was actually in houston Okay. And then two years later, it was in San Antonio and Villanova waxed. They waxed Kansas, then waxed Michigan. That was, I mean, that was a team that wasn't going to lose to probably anybody that whole tournament. So it wasn't a very uh, uh, dramatic Final Four, but, you know. Okay. Gotcha. Anyway, yeah, Nova won their second. And Michigan, as a Buckeye fan, you know, Michigan's road to the title was so, I mean, it was, it, they, the highest, the, lo, the, the lowest, or the highest seat they played was a uh, an eight seat, I think, or a, a seven seat. I mean, come on, give me a break. Anyway, <laughs> that's ridiculous. I can rant about that all day. <laughs> yeah, that's for another podcast. Man. That's right. That's right. No, man, we'll we definitely have to have little Kenna on and, and your wife. You left her nameless, even though obviously our listeners know who she is by now. But I'll I'll respect her privacy for now. But anyway, uh, we'll have to have her on as well when I come down in December. It'll be awesome, man. Little little road show for scoops. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's cool. It's so cool. We have the technology to do this nowadays. Um, by the way, like, yeah, it's 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 really neat, honestly. So let's no, get it in, is. Let's get in a little bit about uh, season predictions and stuff too. I think that like be... you're spoken like a true co-host. Good segue. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm ready. Yeah, let's. Um, I guess I'll just like let you talk, man, because I, I feel like I've talked a lot. Um, and you're like. You know, there's there's two people that come to mind. You're one of them, and I have another. My um, brother-in-law, my oldest brother-in-law, is probably the other one who I think of when it comes to like just the most, you know, football knowledge. Um, it, maybe not necessarily about like, you know, coaching tactics wise, but in terms of like stats, you know, um, this year, that year, what happened, and predictions, and what's, you know, the current situation in the NFL. I feel like you two guys are always on it. So, yeah, I mean, when it comes when it comes to like football trivia, 
it's a toss up between you and uh, my wife's oldest brother in terms of who who knows the most. And I, I, out of all the people I know, you know, that's, that's wow. a ton of people. So I, it's, it's either you or him. So always interested to see what you have to say. I appreciate it, man. That's a high honor. And, you know, as that's like a lifelong dream of mine is to be known as like the sports guru the, or the you know, mainly the football guru. So I, I'm glad I finally uh, have that rep, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And it, it um, I think college basketball, too. I wouldn't really I wouldn't put anybody else up against you when it comes to college hoops, too. So oh, thank you, man. I appreciate that. Yeah. So you, you got both those. So, I, yeah, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. But, man, I'm really interested to hear your takes on uh, the season here. Um, and most of the time, I feel like I agree with you. We might have some differences, though, but let's let's talk it out here. No, oh, amen. I love it. Uh, so, yeah, like, you know, you're always welcome to steal the floor for me. I know Dr. Shaw loves hearing your, your views probably more than mine. So, you know, talk <laughs> away, man. But, yeah, let's start AFC East. I mean, certainly an intriguing division. You know, Patriots, I'm never going to write them off when they got Belichick there. And, you know, Mac Jones, who knows really what he's about. But, obviously, Bills, Dolphins, Jets, I mean – I mean, I, I see either of those teams win the division. I, I did think the Dolphins would falter this year because, as we both agree, Mike McDaniel is, is a clown. Yeah. Major, major fool's gold team in terms of, like, what you would expect. But still a lot of firepower to his back for now. I mean, I do have the Bills win the division. I think I actually tied with the Jets, but one less division loss, so the Bills take it. Okay. Um, And I – sorry, Lord, I have the Bills winning week one in New York. Rodgers never plays well week one. But – uh, I could see the Bills not getting it done. Their windows shrinking. You know, I think their firepower is lower than both the Jets and the Dolphins. But Josh Allen's legit defense is probably, well, defense is probably equal to the Jets or close to it, and they have the experience, obviously. So very intrigued with that division. Obviously, the Jets. You know, who knows what they're going to be? I I can't stand Rodgers, can't stand New York, but they're certainly a fascinating team. I mean, I, I had them in the playoffs, but you know, we'll see. Obviously, we'll see how it goes. I could see them going, getting seven wins. I could see them winning thirteen. I could see them winning nine or ten. You know, so uh, let me. I'll turn it to you. Let me. Let me see if I can find what my boy uh, Will Lewis said for his picks. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's, hard, yeah. it's it's hard to argue what you just said, man. I mean, the Bills are the proven winners. Um, they have the, the talent. They have the firepower. They have the experience. The the Jets. I mean, a lot of people are riding high on the Jets. I kind of like it. I'm kind of. I feel like I've bought in on the hype. Um, they've showed very, they've been very promising at times um, without Aaron. Um, I'm really not sold on the Dolphins. I have my, my actually my uh, next door neighbor is a huge Dolphins fan. Um, he's legit too. Um, and then one of my good buddies from back home in Kansas City is actually does not like Kansas City at all. He's a big Miami fan, which is kind of funny. Okay. Um, but I think his dad was a, a big Miami fan, so kind of grew up into it. But uh, I'm, I'm not sold on the Dolphins at all because of two things. Because Tua, I don't think Tua is going to stay healthy. As bad as that sounds, I just, I, he's not proven to be a healthy guy. I mean, right. you, you can't argue right. the fact there. And then, like, you and I both agree that, you know, McDaniel is just, ah, he's not it, man. He, no, no. He's <laughs> major fool's goal, like you said. Um, uh, I don't, I mean, the media likes him, the, you know, the pundits like him, but like, I don't think he commands the respect, you know, in the locker room as like another coach. Right. So I'm not exactly. saying the Dolphins, uh, the Patriots, I have no idea how they're going to do. I mean, they have one of the, arguably one of the greatest coaches of all time. Um, just a great defensive mind. I think you and I were talking the other day about, you know, everybody talks about, you know, the Patriots offense, Brady, you know, 
Welker, Moss, you know, Edelman, Gronk throughout the years, but like the defense has always been stout and uh Bilicek has a great defensive team. And there's I mean he he was uh under uh, Bill Parcells, uh, the big tuna, right? Is that what they call him? The big tuna, yes sir. Yes sir. <laughs> I don't know how he got that nickname, but what a nickname, right? <laughs> I think they're uh, in the office they call Jim Tuna or whatever <laughs> as well. Uh, Andy Bernard does, so it's kind of funny. But um That is so funny. Yeah, but you know, you know, you can never really count the Patriots out. I'm not sold on Mac Jones. I don't think many people are. Um, but the Patriots defense is usually pretty good. Tough to overcome though, the Bills and in the Jets and the Dolphins being in the same division. So um, I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll buy into the hype. I think the Jets are going to be the, uh, the AFC East winners um, by like, I, I think they may have the same record as the Bills, but may have, you know, one more game in the division. But uh, I can see, okay. I can see Bills and Jets both going to the playoffs without a doubt. I, I don't, the Dolphins is tough for me. I, there'll be a seven seed. if They make the playoffs. I don't think the Patriots will make the playoffs, but you know, it's hard. Is is uh, soft as this answer is, I can't count off can't uh, count off uh, no Billichek. You know he's, he's so solid defensively. So yeah, I mean I I'm not in a major disagreement with you at all. I like the, I mean I do like Bill the Bills. I love watch watching Josh Allen play. He's kind of careless with the football sometimes, but you know a force. They got a great offense, and it'll be interesting to see because I think Leslie Frazier, their defensive coordinator, is no longer. Um, with them. I think that's I saw right. Him on- he stepped down. I think it's just for a year. He's stepping away. Yeah. I did see him as a TV analyst the other day. So I was like, Oh, this is interesting. He's not their defensive coordinator. And he's uh, been very solid, solid defenses last couple of years. I mean, the coordinator doesn't necessarily make or break the defense, but you know, he he's, he's proven to be a, a winner on the defensive side of the ball. So I'll go jets, bills, dolphins, Patriots. Okay. No, that's a great, that's a great call at the coordinators. Uh, ironically, our, our third guy will, uh, who is our new coach, by the way? He couldn't make it tonight, but he actually has the Dolphins. So we got three different teams winning. I love that. Uh, I'm with you. I can see the Jets. I mean, I, Dolphins, again, I don't, I, I kind of being a hypocrite because I did say last year it's fool's gold. I mean, I wouldn't really consider them making it back as a seven seed or six seed, not fool's gold. But, you know, I can see the Chargers doing better than them. But I have all three teams finishing with the same record, and it goes Bills, Dolphins, Jets, just based on division tiebreaker. So, again, obviously a toss up in that sense. And who knows? Patriots, who knows what will happen? So, I'd say probably outside of the well, – actually, probably the most most interesting division in all of football, I think, in terms of top to bottom and just star power, the intrigue. I mean, really, there's probably no division better than that in 2023. Yeah, it'll be a fun division to watch. A lot of parody in that division. So, we'll see what ends up. you want to go to the ASC North next? Absolutely. Well, you know, again, shout out to Phil, my future brother-in-law, in uh, 24 days or whatever it is, 23 days, 24 days. Uh, I, I put this in my blog. Favorite stat I heard in the last year. 30 straight years, Steve, 30 straight years, the Steelers have finished ahead of the Browns in the standings. What? 30 straight years. It goes back to, let's see, so the Browns had three years off, so that would be like 20, so since 1990, I believe, the Steelers have finished ahead of the Browns every single year. 30 straight seasons that the Browns have played. Again, they moved or whatever. 30 straight years, Steelers finished ahead of the Browns. Isn't that awesome? If that doesn't sum up Cleveland misery, I don't know what does. That's incredible. That's um, our daughter kind of in the background. It's, uh, she she bed- even knows that it's incredible. That's why she's that's why she's making noise. Bedtime operations for her right now. Wife's putting her to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Bedtime ops. You got all of it. 
You know what's crazy about the Steelers, and this is just a segue in the Chiefs, the Cower, you know, Bill Cower, he's Hall of Fame coach, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, he, he made it the year. He was the defensive coordinator for Marty Schottenheimer back in the day when the Chiefs, you know, did Marty the little Marty ball action, running the ball, power, power football team with, um, you know, Christian Okoye, Marcus Allen back in the day. But, yeah, no, um, Cower um, – picked up his head coaching job for the Steelers because he was the, the DC for the Chiefs for a while. That's right. Good call. Good yeah. call. So anyway, yeah. So yeah, back to AFC North, man. That's crazy. The Steelers just finished, you know, above the Browns for 30 straight years. And it, it's not right. gonna change that they're gonna finish ahead of them again this year. Yep, exactly. Exactly. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know Tomlin's not having a losing record and the Browns might have a winning record, but it ain't gonna be better than the Steelers. So what do you think of um, the Browns coach, the head coach? What are your thoughts? Stefanski, that's an excellent question. Uh, get, I'm glad you sit the table for a good rant for me. No, I, I thought it was a, a clown hire at first, as most Brown hires, Browns <laughs> hires are. Um, obviously, he had that good first year. I Of all the new pretty boy head coaches like Brandon Staley, Kevin O'Connell, even I mean, Michael Daniels ugly, but, you know, he's a millennial, flashy guy, nerdy. Yeah. Of all those, Stefanski actually disliked the least. Okay. But I will say, it's a big year for him. I mean, you got Deshaun Watson for a full year now. Nick Chubb's not going to run forever. I mean, if they don't make the playoffs, he's canned for sure. So, I, I mean, he's kind of, you know, he's kind of a tool. But, again, he's he had more success than most of other uh, of those other guys. And he's just kind of – they've not really been relevant. And I, I was mostly focused on Baker failing the last couple of years, which, of course, I actually predicted on this show in 2021. But, anyway – so kind of a clown, but you know, I really know there's a lot worse guys that rub me the wrong way than him. I'll say that. Yeah, no, I, I I'd agree. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, obviously we're not fans of McDaniel. I, I'm I kind of like uh, <laughs> I kind of like McConnell. I, the verdict's still out, I guess. But yeah, I, I can see myself liking him. Um, but obviously, I'm a little might be a little biased after watching that quarterback show on Netflix. That's really good. That's right. For, That's for those right. who haven't seen it. Um, it's basically the last season they follow around Marcus Mariota, uh, Kirk, Kirko chains, uh, from the Vikings <laughs> and, uh, old Patty boy. Um, Marcus though, on the show, it's like, it's, it was tough watching him play and doing like the documentary, um, with him being one of the main QBs. It would have been better for the show. I think if they would have picked someone else, uh, but that may just be me. Um, but yeah, there there's a stark difference between Marcus and then Kirk and Pat, obviously. But right. anyways, back to the AFC North. Yeah, I I don't necessarily know how this finishes. Um, I, I still I think the Bengals are on top. It'd be really kind of silly of me to say the Bengals aren't going to finish on top based on their recent success and the fact that Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. I mean, they have some great weapons. Um, right. Joe Mixon. Oh, dude, on the ground. They, they got uh, do they have P Ryan as well? No, he, he was a free agent. He went to Denver. He went to Denver. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I guess I'll be seeing him a couple times this year. Um, but you know, it, it's hard to pick against the Bengals, man. Um, so I, I have them finishing first. I think, uh, I, I'm, I guess I'm big on the Steelers. I, I think they'll be pretty good. Like I can see them making the playoffs. So I'll go in the North. I'll go Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, Baltimore and then Cleveland and the, the difference between Cleveland and the other three is, is big. I don't know. I think Cleveland's going to win more than six games. I love that. You know, I love to hear that here. 
Um, I agree with you, Bengals. Last year, I said they were a team that would, that would falter. I thought they have a hangover. Obviously, they did well after starting 0-2. I think Burrow is obviously legit. Their coach, again, jury's still out on him. Young guy, analytics guy, but obviously he's done a good job. Yeah, like yeah. I said, the weapons are absurd. I mean, yeah. as the great Troy Aikman says, you're only as good as your third receiver. Well, Tyler Boyd's a pretty freaking good third receiver. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, great. And thing. Chase and Higgins are both wide receiver ones on – all 30, 30, other, 30 other teams at least, you know. Yeah, except for uh Jefferson. Yeah. I I right. I put up right. Jamar right. against anybody. <laughs> right. And T. Higgins is phenomenal too. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So exactly. So I, I have the Bengals and Ravens tied. I think I have the Ravens losing to the Browns once. So the Bengals then take the tiebreaker. But and I'm not a huge Ravens guy. Like I like Lamar Jackson. I wouldn't have paid him that much money because he gets hurt. Like I, I think in, and Burrow has gotten hurt a few times before too, obviously. Yeah. But the Ravens big question is health. Like and I think John Harbaugh is a great coach. I think he's lost a bit of his luster because of all the analytics and going for two and all that bullshit. I think he's 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 kind of going down the wrong path. But he's I want to say he's lost a lot of games recently. Not recently, but like in the last couple of years, when he's he's being very aggressive and going for two. I don't know exactly. if I, where I read that stat, but I feel like he goes for two pretty often and he doesn't convert. Well, and last year they lost their. They started three and three, and all three losses they were up by ten plus points in the fourth quarter. Ten plus points in the fourth screwed me like four different times and pick them because of freaking Andy getting the other team. But we're not going to go down that road right now, <laughs> anyway. But I, I think the Ravens. I mean, their schedule's pretty nice. I think they have a great roster again. But their question is to Lamar stay healthy, and if, if not, I mean, I, I think they still have Huntley, but he's not going to get it done. And I, I'm not a big believer in OBJ. I think he's pretty washed up. But you know, I also I, I think it. You know, I'm not going to get into this in terms of the, the racial aspect of things, but like people are like afraid to criticize Lamar Jackson. They make it seem like their offensive coordinator, like it, it, you know, it was all the o- old OC's fault when they really they made the offense Lamar friendly. That's why I didn't throw the ball downfield because Lamar's not really he, he's a running quarterback, which is fine. I think he's great, but yeah, you know, I think there's been a lot of media afraid to cover like the fact that the Ravens just Lamar's just not as as good of a passer as top top tier quarterbacks. So anyway. All that to say, I think the Ravens will make the playoffs as a wild card. And I have Steelers with, with a winning record, of course, and I, I can easily see the Steelers achieving higher than what I'm having them here. But it's just hard. Like, with Burrow and Lamar on the same division, you know, Kenny Pickett will probably take a jump. And I think Tomlin's a bit overrated, but also, like, underrated at the same time because, again, they're not have a losing record in, in 16 years. That's hard to do. He's, yeah, so the last um, 16 years he's been the head coach that haven't had a losing record? Correct. He's, he's either been 500 or above all 16 years. I, that's pretty wild, man. That's that's really incredible. That, I, no, it is. You know how? It is. And you think like the one year they were starting like four. They were starting like, uh, oh shit, what was the guy's name? Not Mason Rudolph, but someone, someone from like Delaware or some podunk school, and they went like three and three with him. I mean, <laughs> it, that's the thing. It's like you got to respect that, but at the same time, like they'll have those great years. They go like thirteen and three, like twenty twenty. They started off ten and zero, went eleven and five, I think, and then got just destroyed by the Browns in the playoffs. I mean, it's a weird thing where like the Steelers achieve enough to get in, but like they don't win in the playoffs. So I could see them being second, like you said. Uh, it's just it's hard to really predict that. And and it looks like clown the Browns. They do have a great roster. Like Deshaun Watson, you know, three years ago now, granted, but he was a great quarterback. Oh, yeah. And Amari Cooper, and I actually do like Nick Chubb a lot. That guy's a beast, man. Um, but, again, I'm not picking the Browns to get higher in seven wins because who's going to pick them to beat those three teams? Not, no. ain't going to be me. No. So, yeah, I mean, yeah we'll that's, a, that's, that's a tough ask for anybody to pick the Browns ahead of any of those guys, honestly. It's just it's just the way the division is shaking out right now. So No, you're right. You're right. 
Browns are going to bring uh, All right. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, AFC South. Yep, that's that's where I was thinking, too. So, as I said in my blog, not to keep referencing it, but possibly three rookie quarterbacks starting. There's guaranteed two right now, Richardson for the Colts and Stroud for the Texans. If Will Levis gets the nod in Tennessee, obviously sets up well for Jacksonville with Trevor Lawrence. I mean, I think the Jags are good. Certainly, they'll benefit from playing in a bad division. Um, but I have Jags winning it. I mean, I, I could see the Titans maybe, but I think they're past, they're past their window. And yep. Lawrence is great. Doug Peterson's a great coach. Calvin Ridley's back, or with them now, back from the suspension. They get ETN. I mean, I think the Jags, I mean, if they don't win the division, there's something seriously wrong, or they just had, like, the Lawrence got hurt or something like that. No, I'd absolutely agree. I, there's, I don't think there's really a whole lot to talk about in the South, honestly. I mean, it's, it's the Jags, you know, division of loops. I mean. It is. It yeah, is. it really Tell is. Tell us your views on Richardson. <laughs> I'm glad you brought up. <laughs> Richardson two-point conversion. <laughs> um, it's just wild to me how he was uh, – man, I don't want to be talk. I don't want to talk down on anybody at all, but, like, you know, we've discussed this in the past and, you know, discussed it with other people, but you have one, like, somewhat successful season in college, and then you're all of a sudden, like, a you know, a top-10 draft pick. I mean, I don't think right. it pans out. Plus, like, Richardson, like – He's so athletic and he's, he's, he's such an athlete. It's no one can argue that. Right. But is he a good quarterback? The verdict's out. And I have this saying that I, I think he's Richardson red or red flag Richardson, man. I, I just don't, I love that. <laughs> I, I just don't see it panning out for the Colts. And unfortunately for him, he has no one's going to be mentoring him like a, a solidified quarterback, you know, usually like, for um, I'll just use Pat since it's right on the tip of the tongue. Like yeah, Alex Smith, a very solidified, very solidified quarterback in the NFL. You know, Pro Bowl multiple times. You know, not the greatest QB ever, but a good QB. Um, right. Absolutely. Pat from a year, a professional quarterback for a year. I mean, you're putting in you know Richardson right away. Um, you know, game one, it's 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 tough, and he's he's not really he's great. You know, athletically. Um, but I mean, if at Florida last year, like he did okay, but wasn't like standout like Deshaun was in college. If we're gonna bring up Deshaun Watson, since he's on the tip of the tongue. Like Deshaun was awesome in college, but you know what, what was his face? Mitch Trubisky got drafted ahead of him. Exactly. Like some of these Second GMs, man, it's scratching my head. Like logic, logically, I'm scratching my head at some of these GMs' picks. Like if, this, if the I think it was Ryan, was it Poles or was it the person before? Um, polls GM for the for the Bears. I don't know. It might be too uh, detailed. Good question. I think it was polls. I think it was polls. <laughs> but like, I don't. I don't know what they're thinking because they have. I mean, this awesome talent. You know, um, from Clemson, who is at the time, and maybe not anymore. That might be another you know podcast. But at the time, just you know, in it, gunning for the championship game every year, and you had Deshaun Watson, who was their starting QB, a very proven winner multiple years and he, he didn't even they didn't even draft him like what the world oh, they know. drafted the one guy who had one decent season you know at you know a, a power five school in north carolina for football but they, they weren't you know that great um at the time so it's like you know i don't know what some of these gms are thinking man when they draft these qbs and may, maybe the colts hands were like tied they were like you know what we have we have a quarterback need it would look terrible if we didn't go and grab a quarterback um early in the draft but i think we talked about this the other day they could have 
you know, picked up a free agent who is, who's, who's won in the past. I think we are even talking about Baker, you know, as much as I don't like Baker either. I think Baker for the Colts would have been, is a better pick right now than, you know, Richardson. No, I agree. I will say though, they did the last three years and didn't work out for him. So I don't blame (laughs) them for getting a QB, but, and I also don't blame because Stroud and Young are both off the board. And they're not going to go Will Levis, but no, I agree I with you. I mean, a huge, a huge risk. They got, it's like, they're trying to say he's Cam Newton. It's like, A, Cam Newton went, and everyone tries to say it, like you said, one good year, they try to say it's Cam Newton. Well, Cam Newton went 14-0, and won a national championship, won the Heisman. Trubisky, no. Trey Lance, no. Anthony Richardson, no. I mean, those guys, it's not even close to the same thing. Like, the only thing worse than, like, a pretty boy strong-arm quarterback is just, like, someone who's, like, raw and, like, they just say, like, he's a raw strong-arm quarterback. Those guys ain't going to develop into anything. Plus, they got no offensive line. So you're going to get the kid killed in his first two and a half years, like you did Andrew Luck, except with less success and less skill. I mean, it's I feel for him. I think it's going to be – I mean, Florida went went six and seven last year. I don't think Richardson started all those games. I don't don't know. They're pretty irrelevant, but – Again, Cam Newton fourteen and zero, Mitch Trubisky eight and five, Richardson six and seven. I mean, what what are we talking about with these? Yeah, guys? I don't know what they're thinking, man. Speaking of Cam Newton, he had one of the best, um, could be argued one of the the best, uh, you know, college QB campaigns that year with with Auburn. So also, no, he fun- did. I'd say it's probably better than Burroughs. I mean, Burroughs was great, but I think Newton was probably better in terms of rushing and passing. I think lacked a, a lesser amount of weapons as well. Yeah, no, I'm I'm glad we're in agreement with this. Um, much respect to Joe Burrow, though. Obviously, because you know, yeah, dead. But uh, yeah, that 2019 uh, LSU team ridiculous. But um, um, yeah, back to Cam Newton, man. Um, and the thing with the the QBs who can who can run and pass. I mean, Cam Newton, phenomenal athlete, um, as well, obviously. Um, and that kind of goes on. You know, if you're playing in the NFL. You're a phenomenal athlete, you know, compared right. to anybody else, right? It's it's all relative. So I guess as as we're the pundits here talking about, you know, NFL players, it's you know unsaid that they're phenomenal athletes, but relative compared to the other players of the NFL, I guess is what we're comparing them to. Right, um, just exactly. Want, just want exactly. to throw it out there. Didn't want anybody to think I was like arrogant or um, <laughs> just being ridiculous. All these NFL athletes. I mean, these guys. If you're playing in the NFL, phenomenal athlete. Do not want to take that away from you. But, you know, it's all relative who they're playing against in the NFL. So, um, but Cam Newton, just the phenomenal talent, but, you know, got injured, much like most of these quarterbacks that have the option of you're part of their games running, right? So you're going to get, you know, hit hard in the NFL. It's no joke. Um, and, you know, their shelf, they might have a long career because they're always putting their body out there. And we saw that with Cam Newton. You know, that's the risk with, you know, Richardson. He's going to be, you know, a run-heavy QB. You see it with Lamar right now. Um, you don't want these guys to get hurt at all, but, you know, percentages say they're going to get hurt, you know, if they keep doing it. And, like, Justin Fields, similar style. Um, I love watching Justin play. He's a baller, a lot of fun to watch. Right, absolutely. Um, yeah, say where not... he's from, Steve. Say where he's from. <laughs> the Ohio State, baby. That's right, that's right. <laughs> Speaking of the Ohio State, um, there's a bar here in uh, San Antonio. It's about anywhere between two to three miles away from our house, depending on what route you take. I think it's like a mile and a half as the bird flies. But it is the dedicated Kansas City Chiefs bar. And so the family and I are going. Um, 
post up there around 6.30 Central time tomorrow. And oh, that's sick. Watch, that's the, sick. watch the first half at this dedicated Kansas City Chiefs bar. But for you, and this will make it really cool, it's actually on Saturdays, it's the dedicated uh, Ohio State game bar. That's awesome, dude. I love that. <laughs> on Saturdays, it's the Ohio State um, football watch party. And then on Sundays, it's the Chiefs bar, which is really cool. And I've seen they have wow. like a, a cool Instagram, too. And I take photos of everybody there. So it's pretty decked out in Ohio State stuff on Saturday and Chiefs stuff on Sunday. So it's, it's a pretty cool ordeal. So, yeah, you'll definitely have to come down. <laughs> no, for sure. That's best of both worlds. Uh, I love that, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, so uh, AFC South, so how do you have it panning out from top to bottom? So I have Jags, Titans, Colts, and Texans, and only the Jags. No wild card teams from the South. Will Will also has the Jags in the South and the Bengals in the North like we do. I got to give Will's picks in there as well. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to argue with that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with the South. So uh, do the let's do the West here, and then we'll go in the NFC. Sure, let's do the West. I'll probably get kicked out because you only got an hour of free studio time so i'll call you back and we'll get it a uh, part two going if that works for you Steve. perfect yeah absolutely i'll probably the actually west, put, obviously i'll put kenna to help put kenna to bed here after we talk perfect. the west and probably break up for a couple minutes but i know the show will the show will won't even recognize well, when you when you edit this it'll just keep playing so that's right that's yeah right. so yeah west i'll have uh yeah you go ahead and go Sure. Uh, obviously, I'm not going against the Chiefs. I, I don't think I ever have since they got Mahomes. Um, I mean, what are you going to say? Again, best quarterback in the league, best coach in the league, or second best coach in the league, you know, depending on who you ask. Um, and it's just the trust, too, right? It's almost like it's like the Patriots when they were so dominant. Now, they didn't have much competition. The Patriots didn't. But, I mean, again, the Chiefs are stable. They're consistent. You're not going to pick the freaking Raiders. Denver, no. Especially for the last year. Chargers, again, if Chargers go over the hump, you, you'll buy in. But you can't take them preemptively to do that. So, Chiefs win. Uh, I actually have I have the Chargers missing the playoffs. I think uh, I have the Chargers losing losing the Jets head-to-head. So, the Jets get my last wild card nod. I like that. Um, again, I, Chargers, great roster. Not really a pretty boy coach, but a nerdy analytics coach. He doesn't really light a fire at anybody, so I, that doesn't really give me a lot of confidence. And the Chargers just find ways to lose, man. I mean, I think Herbert's great, but, I mean, can Williams stay healthy? Can Allen stay healthy? Can Bosa stay healthy? I mean, it's it's tough schedule. They got Dallas. They got, uh, obviously, the Chiefs twice, Jets, Dolphins, Pats, uh, Bills. I mean, there's they have a – you know, that's a tough schedule. So, uh, Chiefs obviously is an easy pick. Uh, Chargers, I have missed in the playoffs. Broncos are hard to predict. I think Sean Payton's excellent, obviously, but I mean Denver was just atrocious last year. So I have them third though, and Raiders fourth. I mean, I like Jimmy G, but I think he's his crew will probably die in Oakland because again, just a poverty franchise. And Josh McDaniels, again, another young up and coming coach. You know, everyone blows smoke up his ass, but never really done anything. So. I think the West will be interesting, but honestly could be one of the most vanilla divisions in terms of what happens. Yeah. Um, pretty much agree with everything you just said. And it's, 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 it's really, I mean, obviously I'm biased as a Kansas City Chiefs fan, but um, I'm biased, but I'm not arrogant. Um, right. Right. I, it's, it's hard. It'd be hard for me to say the Chiefs aren't going to finish first in the division. I mean, yeah, like you said, the Chargers are going to charger. They're, terrible in one score games in terms of pulling it out they're in every game they play no doubt they have a phenomenal roster can they stay can they stay healthy i don't know um they haven't in the past um they can't win one score games 
Staley, he's a very, like you said, a very analytics guy. Um, going to going to the Broncos, uh, I can see the Broncos finishing second in the division. Okay, okay. Um, so I'll, yeah, I'll just say it. I, I think Sean Payton's um, a really good coach, um, no doubt. Definitely one of the the better coaches in the NFL. So yeah, I, I think Kansas and Kansas City will finish first. I have no idea what the record will be. I can see it being eleven and six all the way up to fourteen and three. Um, I have them finishing first in the the West, and then I have the Broncos, Chargers. I think the Broncos and Chargers will be close in terms of record. And the Raiders, I, I honestly can't see them winning more than like, nah. I'll be nice to say six <laughs> games, but I think like five games. So I got right, Chiefs, Broncos, right. Chargers, Raiders. The, the Chargers and Broncos will be close. I think they'll both either finish. I think they'll both be like nine and eight. Um, yeah, nine and eight. Do you so, have the Chiefs losing any division games this year? Yeah, I have the Chiefs losing to the Broncos. Uh, wow. Okay. It, it's going to happen. Um, I don't want it to happen, but I can see it. it, it it's going to happen. I could see it happening too this year. I mean, again, um, Sean Payton is an excellent coach. I Honestly, I don't see them losing to the Raiders, although one of those games against the Raiders is going to be an L-biter and the other one's going to be a blowout. Uh, and the Chargers games are always great games. Um, and one Park. of those games, of course, is Week 18. I think it's the Chargers this year, so they could be losing because they're resting guys. Right. Something yeah, I like can, that. I you know, them losing one to the Chargers as well. Okay. Um, just out of respect for the Chargers, they 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 do play the Chiefs well every year. Um, right, and they won two years ago in Arrowhead, actually. Yeah, they did. Uh, um, the the Raiders won also, since. <laughs> the Raiders also won like I think it was three years ago now. It's the Chiefs at Arrowhead. Yep. Twenty twenty. Uh, yeah, we, we we watched that game at B Dubs together. You and I did, Steve. Yeah, I think the final score was forty to thirty two. Um, so still technically a one score game, and but the Raiders haven't recovered since. <laughs> True. After they took their extra lap around Arrowhead, but yeah, man, want to take a quick break here. Um, then I'm going to help put Canada to bed and then we can pick up on the NFC. Now, I will yeah. say, though, the NFC, I'm not as, like, because I'm not as, like, um, I guess knowledgeable about because I really pay attention to the AFC because my team's from the AFC, but I still right. think it has some decent insight. Really excited to talk specifically about the NFC North because I think there's a ton of parity in that division. I really don't have any idea who's going to win that one. No, I agree. Real quick, though, let's review our – so I have division champs. I have uh, Bills, Bengals, Jags, Chiefs. A wild card, I have Dolphins, Dolphin, or Ravens, Dolphins, Jets. Or my wild card in that order, like five, six, seven. So who do you have for your seven teams? Okay. Um, Jets for division, and then Bengals, Jags, Chiefs. So who are your wild card teams? Yeah, I, I get the Bills as a wild card. Um. Steelers as a wild card. Uh, and then I think, uh, man, this is I, so the seventh seed. Oh, man, I don't know. It's either, I think it's either going to be Baltimore or the Broncos. Yeah, I could see. I could see either of those. Um, I love to leave, leave the Dolphins out. Good man. Way to stick to your word. I like that. Fool's gold. Yeah. I should trust myself. Fool's gold. Yeah, just for fun, I'm gonna say the Broncos because I think because of Sean Payton, they're they're somewhat legitimized. Um, so yeah, it's division winners from the East. I had Jets, right? 
Yeah, you had Jets. All you right, so Jets. Jets uh, north is the Bengals, south Jaguars, west Chiefs, uh, wild card um, Bills. Um, let's say Steelers and uh, Broncos. Broncos, I like that. I like that. So five of our seven teams are the same. And I, I love your Steelers pick. I don't have the guts to really do it because I try to go through and do win-loss records based on who they're playing and things. So, you know, I'm probably more analytical. But I like – I love that Steelers pick. I do. I like it a lot. Oh, I yeah, like you're, a lot. you're definitely more analytical because I, I haven't even really looked at any of their schedules. Um, I, I have a ton of friends that are Steelers fans. So I may be, like, you know, trying to give them a bone here. Uh, <laughs> but, like, no, I think, the, I think the Steelers, like, actually have le- legitimately – a good team. Um, if they can stay healthy, I guess that's everybody's team. If they can stay healthy, they'll be decent. And they, ha- they have a coach who just, you know, will find a way to get them into the playoffs and doesn't n- never really has a losing record. So, yeah, no, I'm, amen. I'm not. I don't think the Steelers pick is too crazy. Right. No, I like that a lot. All right. Well, enjoy your fathering duties. And listeners will be back in a few. Like Steve said, you won't even tell a difference. So we'll talk soon. <laughs> All right, <laughs> bud. You know, we'll talk soon. Yep. Right. Bye. All right, we're back. Not that you guys can tell we ever left. I really should have put an ad in there, but that sounds like a lot of work. So yeah, get paid, man. Generate some revenue for this. This is awesome. Oh, I know. I should. I should. But you know, all due respect, my old coach, she she didn't want to really publicize it. So I guess I can start doing it now. So we'll kind of see. We'll kind of say I need some of your clout, Steve, to uh, go public here. <laughs> I don't know if I have a whole lot of pull yet. Maybe one day, but uh, we'll get there. Yeah, dude. Let's Did, uh, talk a little bit of NFC, man. Absolutely. Let me just say this. I don't want to go on a rant here, but I was doing some research before he came on. I just, and I don't mean to offend Dr. Shaw another jeer for him, but I'm just sickened that the freaking Lions are in this game tomorrow night, man. I mean, I get it. You know, Goff versus Mahomes, like 2018, Lions finished 8-2. and two, But I just think, I mean, there was a lot better choices they could have made for that game one than the Lions. And I know they say they sometimes like to put, like, a game that will generate less interest in those blocks, like Thanksgiving or the opening night, because people tune in anyway so it doesn't have to be a flashy matchup but to me it should be a battle of two playoff teams so I just want to rant about that I do hope the Chiefs humble them but if Kelsey <laughs> doesn't play that could be tough obviously but I'm certainly going to pick the Chiefs either way but I just want to point that out there that again miserable teams Browns Lions even the Jags to an extent like I don't want to now Jags I was made the playoffs so I'll, I'll see them on there but you know, I don't want to see those teams on my national television games, man. Be- relegate one o'clock window. That's where you live. One o'clock window all day, every day. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny, man. One o'clock. <laughs> relegated <laughs> to the one o'clock showing. That's right. <laughs> Sunday ticket showing. only. That's right. <laughs> a matinee showing only. Oh, man. Like, to give the Lions some credit, man, I think I think it'll be a better game than some people might think. I mean, obviously, I think the Chiefs are well, – I wouldn't never say obviously because I don't want to sound like that arrogant guy. But I think the Chiefs will pull it off. Um, you know, we're obviously going to miss Chris Jones on the interior. And then Travis Kelsey, is he healthy? Is he not? I don't know. We'll see. But, you know, it's right. really hard to bet against old Patty Mahomes and whatever Andy Reid's drawn up. It's really tough. It is. And I think last year was one of the first first time, second time in like the last 12 years that the defending champ has lost that first game to start the season. That's right. Yeah, it was. Yeah, after the Bills, I think it was 31 to 10, they beat the the Rams. And the people were like, oh, man, the Bills are going to the Super Bowl after that showing. Right. (laughs) It's early in the season. So whatever happens tomorrow, it's, you know, 
early in the season. <laughs> no, amen. And oh, yeah, we'll get to NFC East in a minute. Let me just say this. You, you said it, though. It's, you know, much as I hate LeBron, you don't really bet against LeBron. Obviously, you don't bet against Jordan. You don't bet against Tom Brady. You don't bet against number 15 in, in the red and white, man. I mean, that's just, what are you going to say? Yeah. And again, the guy hasn't even played a road playoff game in five years in the league. And they might lose. Like you said, you know, without, without Kelsey, I can see the Lions winning. Kelsey plays, I think it's 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 a wrap. But even without Kelsey, I'm still picking the Chiefs because of what you just said. But, you know, and if the Lions do it, obviously they earned it. Because if you go into Arrowhead and beat Mahomes, you earned it. So it'll, it's, it'll be a great game. We'll see what happens. Yeah, Arrowhead, very, you know. I think I think people understand how tough Arrowhead is to play in now. After I mean, all the late afternoon games were on, and the the primetime games always right. always showing out. But it, it's pretty much always been that way, though. At Arrowhead, it's always been a tough place to play, and that's pretty understood amongst you know many players in the league. You know, from years past, the boys mentioned that Arrowhead is a very tough place to play. Um, so yeah, there's that. Yeah, Arrowhead too. That's that's another factor. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens tomorrow night. I mean, I hope it's a good game, too. Um, I, I, obviously, I hope the Chiefs win, but I, I think it'll be a decent game for a while. No, it should be. And obviously, uh, I hate the guys don't play in the preseason. Thanks for the Chiefs guys do. But, you know, the guys, you know, no one tackles anymore. And as much as I love football earlier in the season, there are there are some uh, there's some sloppy games because guys aren't in sync. They're not hitting anybody, you know. So hopefully, I mean, again, with Mahomes and Reed, that's as stable as you get. So hopefully it's a well-played game. But. Otherwise, it could be, you know, uh, not a snooze fest, but just sloppy and, and not what you were expecting to see. Hopefully, it is a good game and just good football, man. That's what you want to see, good football. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Real quick, out. though, give me – I got I want some college picks from you. Uh, give me your boys, Texas, going to Tuscaloosa <laughs> to play Bama. Will, Will called Texas a shot last week. What do you say, Steve? Steve-O. Yeah. Yeah, good um, good segue into college football. Back to it. So I was actually at the Thank game you. <laughs> uh, Saturday. Saw him uh, start the season against uh, a carb, a.k.a. Rice. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because JFK in 1962, um, there's some speech about going – you can look it up on YouTube about going to the moon. And in that speech, he references – he says, why does Texas always play Rice? <laughs> so I just saw that I think on college game day I saw that that's so funny bro that's awesome yeah 1962 they were they've been playing a long time Texas and Rice um I don't know if it's an every year thing but it's one of those things that happens often at least so why does Texas play Rice I don't know um <laughs> JFK said it best <laughs> the OG said it best um, that's right but yeah that's back right. to the Alabama game man I don't I guess I can see Texas winning. Um, my heart wants to see Texas win, but I, I think Bama's going to win, man. It's, I mean, it's it's hard beating a team at home. Um, right. And I'm not going to say Alabama is the hardest place to play, um, but it's definitely a difficult place to play. Um, so I see Alabama winning, especially after what I saw the first half of the game, man. Um, with Texas, their offense was just not in sync. And maybe it's because, you know, in college, you really don't have a preseason. And so there's that. Um, but like, they just did not look in sync at all, their offense. And they, they, they got it, they got it together more in the second half. But that may have been a function of, um, 
Rice just being really tired because they're playing guys that are bigger, stronger, and faster than them. So it may have been outmatched physically in the second half, and that's why the offense um, looked a little bit better. The Texas defense looked great, but then again, they played Rice, so I'm not sure like right. how much credence we can give to that. No, I mean, like, it's going to be a good game. Like, I have no doubt it's going to be a good game, but I see Alabama winning this one. Although I will, I would love to see Texas um, pull it out. But um, if te- the thing is, if Texas does pull it out, we're not going to hear the end of Texas being back. Exactly. It's yeah. Not stop <laughs> until they lose the next week to whoever they're playing against. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm, I guess I'm a, a pessimistic um, Texas fan, but you know I can't. I can't ride them being, you know, back to the Texas I knew growing up until they actually prove themselves again. Consistency. So inconsistent. Like, they're like one of those teams I feel like they can play with any team in the nation, but I don't feel like they can beat any team in the nation. They can play with them and hang in there most of the game. But until they start beating teams um, and not losing to teams they're not supposed to lose to, uh, against their schedule, like, I don't have faith against them beating Kansas State um, later right. in the year. I don't have faith in them beating um, Texas Tech later in the year. Um, I have a lot more faith that they can beat Baylor now, um, but that's right. Or uh, TCU, right? Uh, yeah, TCU. I, I can see them beating TCU too, but I, I don't know, man. But they'll lose. Texas will definitely lose one game. They're supposed to win. So, and you know, the Big Twelve is not that strong this year. So I don't even, you know, even with one loss, I, you know what? I think a two-loss team could get to the playoffs this year in college. Um, yeah, but, that's you know, what I predicted as well last week. <laughs> excuse me. I, 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 if Texas is a two-loss team, I, I don't know if I see them getting to the playoffs unless they beat Alabama. Um, right. If if you beat Alabama and have two losses, I think you may have a case for the playoffs. But like, if you have two losses and you lost, I don't know. I know it's it's not up to me to decide, but you know I, I think te- Texas finishes probably like nine and three or ten and three, whatever three loss team. So it is what it is, but that's more realist. That's what I have them as as well. Ten and three, winning the Big Twelve. Actually, I do have them losing this weekend because I'm just not going to pick someone to beat Alabama in Tuscaloosa. And ironically, as much as I hate Bama, usually I don't root for them to lose that often because it's almost like the hype of someone beating Bama is worse than the hype of, like, Bama being great, you know? <laughs> I can see And that. so it's like, like, because I hate, like, you know, they've lost before, like, Ole Miss beat them a couple times, LSU, whatever, but it's like, like, when Ole Miss beat them those one years, they would, like, lose the next week to, like, Arkansas or A&M <laughs> or somebody. And it's like, or, I mean, again, beating Bama is a huge feat, but if you go 9-3, and three, how good of a team are you really? Yeah. So, like I said, like, last year Texas got ranked, after losing to Alabama, they were unranked and then became ranked because they played Bama close. I mean, that's that just sums it up right there. Oh, yeah. So, with all that being said, I actually do want Texas to win because, I, I you know, it'd be nice to see Bama, like, take a step back or whatever you want to say. And, and Texas hype, it would be absurd. And, again, beating Bama plus Texas hype is, like, astronomical. <laughs> that's all we would see <laughs> on right. the news for the full week until they lose to whoever they're playing the next week. Exactly. That's but exactly I will go. Happen. You're right. You're exactly right. I will go Bama, though, at home, kind of for obvious reasons. But let me ask you this a rivalry near and dear to your heart, though, Steve, is the Cyhawk Trophy <laughs> Iowa at Iowa State. Cyclones won last year in 
in Iowa City when Iowa's offense was even more poverty than it than it is now. This is a pick'em game, so Adam might be listening here. But I I had Iowa preseason and Iowa State earlier this week. Now I'm back on Iowa because the spread's four and a half. I don't really know what to say. I guess I'll go Iowa, but I really have no idea. I'll, I'll defer to you from being that from that part of the country. <laughs> well, I will say I was born in Iowa. Um, I'm not going to give away my social security number or my birth date, so that's all <laughs> in terms of personal identification information. Um, so yeah, I was born in Iowa and lived there for a year, but a lot of my family's from Iowa. And so, and my dad went to the university of Iowa. My grandpa went to the university of Iowa. Um, so I, I low key cheer for Iowa as well. Um, not very like public, I guess, but yeah, I haven't really even put, to be honest, haven't put a whole lot of, um, research into the game, but I have Iowa winning. Um, <laughs> I like that. You got to pick them. I like that. Yeah, I like I mean, I'm that. not going to go against the Hawks, man. Um, really not until we start, you know, Big Ten play, and then I'll be like, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, no more on the spot with college. I do want to ask you about that because we do make picks on this show often. Um, but NFC East, so I got to start with Will. Let me, let me read Will's exact text because he had a lot of strong words. Uh, he said, Cowboys – Eagles can't repeat because of because of NFC East curse and Cowboys are second best team. Maybe it means in the whole league. I don't know. And they said also star, 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 star of the Eagles, which I thought was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, it is true because no one's repeated in the NFC East since 01 to 04. When Andy Reid and, was the head coach, yeah. Right. And again, there's that man again, Andy Reid. So I really I don't want to pick Philly, but again, it's just sometimes hard to go against the obvious choice. Like Eagles roster is great. They got all those Georgia guys on defense. Jalen Hurts is a stud. Another coach I can't stand, by the way, is that guy. Um <laughs> Sirianni. Yes, yes, right. Such a tool, man. Such a tool, such an asshole. I mean, perfect for Philly, honestly. But anyway, <laughs> uh, and everyone thought in 2018 when they had Wentz back and just won the Super Bowl with Foles that they'd win again. They didn't. So I could see Dallas winning, but I'm still gonna go with the Eagles at one. This is, I think, they're too good. Despite, again, I, hate, I really hate Sirianni, but I do like Jalen Hurts a lot, obviously. Um, but I'll go Eagles one, Dallas two is a wild card team. I'm really low on the Giants. I have them at six wins, I think. I just don't, I don't trust Daniel Jones, man. Again, as I just put in my blog, you know, how many times have we seen the team make a playoffs, have a good run, and then they just fall back flat on their face the next four or five years? Like, I think Dayball's a decent coach. I don't think he's that good. Daniel Jones, obviously, I don't think is good. They won a lot of close games last year. I'm just. I'm not sold on them. Washington, I do think Washington has a good roster, but Sam Howe, unproven. Rivera, I think, is overrated. Yeah. Chase Young's her. I mean, it's just hard to pick Washington. So I got Eagles, Cowboys, and then boys are a uh, wild card team, and then Giants, Redskins, or sorry, Tommies, three and four. That's who I got in the East. Yeah, I mean, I think you, you broke it down um, about the same way I'd break it down. Like, it's really hard to argue against the Eagles right now, especially with their, their recent success, but they have, like, a quarterback who um, we can trust in. Um, and by we, I mean, just it, he plays he plays well. It's consistent. Um, A.J. Brown's phenomenal. You got the Slim Reaper on the other side. That's right. Uh, that's right. <laughs> I mean, and then, like, I don't know, that's stout defense. Um Hard to pick against the Eagles, honestly. So, yeah, I got Eagles, uh, Cowboys. Um, I honestly have no clue. And as bad as this sounds, I really don't care about the, <laughs> the Giants or the Commies. <laughs> I can't really honestly care less. So, I'll just go Philly, Cowboys, Giants, uh, Commanders. 
I think Philly will be like 13 and four. I, I can see the Cowboys being 12 and five or 11 and six. Um, no doubt in my mind, the Cowboys will make the playoffs. I just don't see them winning the NFC East. No, that's fair. And that's why I, did, I, I called the Eagles winning that division last year because of the no repeat team. And I think, I mean, you mentioned your bias towards the AFC. I think it's more just as well. The AFC is just a lot better. I mean, in NFC, who's good? Eagles, Niners, maybe the boys, that's it. Yeah. I mean, AFC, again, Chiefs, Bengals, Bills, probably the Jets, Chargers, Jags, maybe, Ravens, Steelers. I mean, hell, man, shit, that's murderer's row right there. That's like NBA East and West when LeBron played in the East. <laughs> yeah, I think you got um, – I think it's really the, the quarterback play is definitely the differential in the AFC and the NFC right now. I think um, there, there's some great QBs in the NFC, but there's just – just lights out QBs in the AFC right now. There's more of them in the AFC. No, for sure. And I will say, like, usually I'm low on Dallas. Like, I loved Dak at first. Finally got excited about being a Cowboys fan in his first couple of years. And then I left them to become a Saints fan because I was tired of them losing. was tired of Jason Garrett. Dr. Shaw will laugh at this. I, I changed teams quite a few times. But this year, and like last year, I was not, I always told them. I knew they were going to win the division, but I was like, yeah, maybe nine and eight. I think I had a miss in the playoffs. So I was glad I was wrong. But. I actually like Dallas a lot. I think they have a great roster. Their defense yeah. is outstanding. Dan Quinn's a hell of a DC. Yeah. So, I mean, the thing is, I'm not going to pick Dallas to go past the divisional round because they never do. But I think, you know, their third best team in the conference. I think they'll get to round two, lose to San Fran again like they usually do. And, I mean, that, that's still a disappointment. But it's also like, how much more can you go when you're just not – you're not a championship team? Yeah. You know, I mean, it's – but, again, great – I'm really excited about Dallas. I, I love their roster. I mean, Dak should play better than last year. I think McCarthy has proven himself to be an excellent coach. I wasn't sold on him his first year in Dallas. They were very bad. But Dak got hurt, too. But, I mean, and again, I think the more – I mean, Rodgers is, is great, and obviously Rodgers made McCarthy look good. But what has Rodgers done outside of McCarthy? Really nothing. Yeah. So, I mean, McCarthy, I think, is very underrated as a coach, and I think he's proven himself the last couple of years, back-to-back 12-win seasons, first time since the 90s when they won their Super Bowl. So, wow. I, I actually like that. Dallas's roster yeah. a lot. Um, but, again, I just limited a, a lower ceiling. But I think I think they'll be a fun team to watch this year. I'm excited a lot for them. Which means they'll probably go 5-12, and 12, but who knows, you know? <laughs> uh, I think they'll go the opposite of that, the, the vice versa. I think they'll go 12-5. and five Yeah. Losing the division. Oh, I hope so. Yeah, I mean, like, their their defense is just so stout. And, they're I mean, they're fun to watch. Their defense is fun to watch. Um, the Dak, though, man, it's just uh, – Tough. I mean, if you're a big Cowboys fan, it's tough, man, because you don't you don't know where that ball's going. I think him and uh, Josh Allen are just kind of careless with the football. Um, both great, right. ta- both great talents. Both showed flashes of just utter phenomenal like greatness, but then like get careless with the rock, and that's really their downfall for the both of them. No way, man. And I, I love Dak coming out because I was never a big Romo fan. And Romo, Dak is Romo 2.0, and that breaks my heart because I was like, finally we got a guy who just doesn't have to do it all. He doesn't force things. And now in year eight, like you just said, he just gets careless. Yeah. But, uh-huh. hey, give me a pick. Before we go to the north, I know we're talk about the north. Give me a pick. Boys at Giants week one Sunday night. Who do you got in that one, Steve? Oh, that's not – I got the Cowboys, man. Uh, amen, amen. I I, I don't Screw I guess the I don't Giants. know by how much, but uh, we'll we'll go Cowboys by four. I can see that. I like I like that. I'll say Dallas by four. Maybe it'll be a tough game. Um, but again, I'm not sold on the Giants. Dallas has played. That, Prescott hasn't lost to the Cowboys since his rookie, or excuse me, to the Giants since his rookie year in the games that he's played. So 
yeah, I, I think Dallas will win. And we'll see. This should be, again, great time of year. Games all day. Let's go, baby. Yeah, I'll be fine. Yeah, I, you, the, you with all the, the stats and analytics, man, uh, that, that's pretty Thank impressive. Thank you. Yeah, it's honestly pretty impressive that you knew that right off the t- top of your head. So thank you. Well, sometimes, you know, my steel trap memory gets me in trouble at times, but a lot of times it comes in handy. <laughs> Absolutely. Best of both worlds. So let's, uh, let's go to the North. Now this one will be fun because I, I, I don't have like a clear winner and I think you can make the case. You can maybe make the case for any one of these teams to win the North. No, I totally agree, Steve. And when I was doing my predictions a while back, I almost was going to go bears. And I was like, no, I'm going to clown the lions for being picked. I certainly can't pick a three win team in the bears. But you're right. I mean, let's just, I'll let you talk here in a minute uh, or more than me. But I think the Vikings, defending champs, best roster, up and coming coach, allegedly, Kirk Cousins, you know, you know what he is. Lions, eight and two. Again, really good roster. Seems like a great coach. Goff played well. A lot of hype. Packers, not a lot of hype, but a really a storied franchise. Obviously, I think Matt, Matt LaFleur is probably taking too much heat. Got too much love at first, probably too much heat now. Jordan Love, obviously, a big moment for him. I think a great roster. I think great receivers that are young. And then the Bears, I mean, I like Justin Fields. He's a Buckeye. I think it's a huge year for him. They got DJ Moore. Oh, I yeah. think Iberflus is a solid coach. I mean, you, you said it, man. I could see any one of those four teams winning. And you told me that now in January, any four teams winning, I'd say, okay, I can see it. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's really hard to, to really pick one of these teams that's going to win. Um, but I'll start, start off with what I know in – the Vikings, I, I guess I, I just said I know, but I want to say <laughs> they they won eight or nine games last year by like one score, and they were they they won a lot of games that could have went either way that went into their favor. I just don't think that's going to happen this year if they're in that same situation. So well, not to be that guy, but you're right. It, to be exact, it was eleven and zero in one score games last year in the regular season. <laughs> yeah, even, even more so. And I don't know. I mean, it could have been a combination of, of favor uh, or skill, but it definitely wasn't all skill and talent. Um, and and you don't team, do that two years in a row, as you said. So I think that's that's wise to mention that. Yeah, and then although I love Kirk as a, as a person and as a human and how, how forward he is with his faith and the way he lives his life and the great example he is, um, I'm, I'm not like sold on him and being like the proven winner, um, quarterback, especially when it comes to crunch time. Um, I guess, yeah, pe- pe- people say he's not like a prime time QB and I think there's some validity, validity to that. Um, so I, I honestly heard nothing really about the Packers all off season besides Jordan Love. Um, the, the Lions are super hyped up right now and there, there may be some legitimacy to that. Uh, the Bears, I, I think they're a great roster. That DJ Moore pickup's awesome. Um, obviously, uh, Justin Fields is great. Um, they're running back. Uh, so they got Khalil Herbert. And who else do they have? Uh, honestly, I don't know. I know they got rid of Montgomery, so I'm not sure who their, their other back is. Honestly, I don't know <laughs> off the top of my head. Okay, but I, I saw Herbert play last year a couple times. And we're talking running back Herbert. He played uh, right really well. So, um. Man, I don't, I don't I actually I have no I don't even know who to pick. Um, I don't have the Vikings as the number one pick though. Um, in that division, I'll go, you know what? I'm just gonna I'll, I'll pick and it is what it is. I'll go Bears. 
uh, number one. Wow, I love that. I love that, sir. I love that a lot. Um, I'll go. Oh man, I'll go Lions two, Packers three. I'll go Vikings four. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. I mean, I could see it with again the reversal of the one score games. I could see it. Yeah, just, I could see it. It's it's too much, man. I. But honestly, I, I can feel I, I see this division winner being ten and seven, and then um, nine and eight, eight and nine, and then seven and ten. Like it's going to be close the whole way. One through four should be pretty close. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that excellent segue. We didn't even talk before this, so that's this is excellent intuition. But I actually have I have the Packers in first at nine and eight in the division. Nine oh, okay. and eight. Okay. Or overall, nine and eight is in first place in the division. Um. Again, I didn't want to do that, but I was like, I can't go the Bears because if I'm going to pass the Lions, I can't pick the Bears. Certainly not going Vikings. Lions, I am kind of a hater, I'll admit, because, again, miserable teams need to stay miserable, keeps the world on its axis, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like I want to hate the Packers, and I normally do, but like, I also want to spite Rodgers by like Green Bay being better than the Jets. So it's a <laughs> weird vibe. And also, like, I root for consistency, right? Like, Patriots, and they were good. She's like, I hate – I hate, again, teams beating Bama, right? I hate unwarranted hype. So, like, here's a weird example. Like, as much as I hate LeBron James, like, I really can't stand on anybody to try to say, like, anybody in this era is better than LeBron, which sounds weird, but it's like, you know, like, if I'm going to critique LeBron because he's not an MJ, I'm definitely not going to say, like, KD or Steph is better than LeBron. Yeah. Anyway, same thing applies here, right? Like, I, I hate, like, unwarranted hype. So, I root for consistency. And, again, I kind of want to spite Rodgers. So, it's like, can I root for the Packers? Not really. Um, But – you know, they're kind of like not, they're not hateable like they usually are. Their fans kind of are the kind of team you love or hate, but I just, I don't know. They're, they're like the stability in that division. So I'm going with the Packers. <laughs> All that to say. <laughs> yeah. Who do you have finishing uh, two, three, and four then? So I'm, uh, this will probably make me seem like a hater, but I got the Bears at two as a wild card team. I got them at nine and eight. Uh, hater against the Lions, of course. But here's the thing. I think, again, you got to have three wildcard teams. NFC is very weak, as I said. Dallas is one. I got the Bears. I'll reveal my third one later. Lions, I have them winning eight or nine games. Again, it's kind of like when the Browns were hyped in 2019 when they had that slappy coach, Freddie Kitchens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Slappy. You know, like, I, as much as I hated on them, like, I thought they were going to have a decent team because, you know, they have a good roster. Lions, I think, will get eight or nine games pretty easily. I just – I independent of like me being a hater it's just hard for me to buy into a team that hasn't won before and again bears haven't won either so i get that but so i guess in that sense i'm being a hater but i just don't i don't see the lions with golf achieving a higher ceiling than what they did last year at nine and eight and and i will say this it's hard to win with expectations oh, and yeah. lions have a lot of expectations even though they didn't make the playoffs last year they have a lot of expectations it's hard to win with expectations you got young millionaires they're on social media all this stuff and the whole organization is – I think Campbell's a great coach, but it, this the whole organization is new to having expectations, and that's hard to manage. Oh, yeah. And so I think I, I think the Lions will, will falter a bit. Again, eight or nine wins, though, and I can see them making the playoffs in that division, like I mentioned. But I, I have them third and Vikings fourth because I have to take a step back with the one loss or one score games and everything. So, yeah, that's, that's great, man. Again, that, that's – a the most intriguing division in terms of like actually teams that could be good. Unlike the NFC South, they're probably all bad. The North <laughs> is like, these teams could be good. We just don't really know which one, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> all 
Uh, but speaking of NFC South, on my blog, I had the Saints winning that at seven and ten, which Ooh, I know is pretty uh, bad. It probably won't be that bad, but I, I just don't. I mean, who do you again? Any team can win that division or come in last? Like Saints, decent roster. Olave is great. Mike Thomas is allegedly back. Derek Carr, fresh start. Yeah. Eh, you know, Kamara's out three games though. Panthers, Bryce Young. I think Frank Reich is pretty solid. Bucks, hell of a roster for the Bucks. But after buying Mayfield stock with the Panthers last year, and again, Panthers roster was a lot worse, but how much more Mayfield stock can you buy? You know, yeah. so I got the Saints winning, and then I think I have I have Saints, Panthers, Falcons, Bucks, or I don't even I don't really care if it was two, three, four. I only have one team making the playoffs, <laughs> that's the Saints. So <laughs> that's yeah. what I got for them. Interesting division, but kind of for all the wrong reasons. I'm curious to see Bryce Young play because you know, number one pick, obviously, but yeah, he knows absolutely. what to expect. Yeah, I uh, I also have the Saints number one. Um, I also like Jawan Johnson, their their tight end as well. I think he's pretty underrated. Oh, good call, good call. Yeah, yeah. So they have they have weapons and Derek Carr. Although he had many like, I guess he didn't live up to expectations in Oakland or L.A. He still like decent stat wise. And so, out of all the other QBs um, in that division, I probably trust Carr the most right now um so yeah i get this i agree it may, but mayfield did beat Carr last year in that weird game in la remember when the raiders blew it <laughs> that's right that's right um so i yeah, i got the the saints one uh the bucks two uh, I, don't, I guess i don't even know panthers three falcons four i'm not confident on two through four really but i'm pretty sure the saints will be the, the nfc south winners I'll, I'll give them a better record though. I'll give them, I'll give them the the nine and eight, the old trusty nine and eight, <laughs> uh, safety uh, pick. Seven and ten is definitely bold. Um, I don't think it's like too far fetched though. So well, and the thing is, when I go through each team's win loss record, like a lot of times I'll say, "Oh, Saints, that's a win for the opponent." And so I, when I the South's one of the last divisions I do, and so it's like, well, I don't want to go back and change the other ones I already put in. So it's like, eh, they'll just take a lot of L's. <laughs> <laughs> nice, yeah. I'll, I won't. I won't go seven and ten. I'll go nine and eight. But I'll give. I'll give no one else a winning record in that division besides this. Okay, I like that. Uh, so, Will Will has the Saints as well. Also for the North. Dr. Shaw, this is for you. Will has the Detroit Lions. Keep in mind, Steve, the Lions have never won the NFC North. Their last division title, they've won. Correct, because their last division title, here's a stat for you, came in 1991, the NFC Central Division, when there were three divisions in each conference. NFC Central, the Lions won. I believe that's their only division title since 1957. Of course, they only have one playoff win since then as well, which also came in 91. So, Again, miserable franchise, a lot of hope, well-deserved hope, but will it last? Well, we might find out tomorrow part of it anyway. They take that for what you will, though, Steve. There's that tidbit for you. Wow. I Never won the North. But I will say this, though. They've won a division more recently than the Browns to finish ahead of the Steelers, which I think is awesome. So there you go as well. <laughs> <laughs> what a f- I love it. I love it. All right. Well, I guess the West. That's it. After the West. West, then we'll do our predictions, obviously, on the championship and Super Bowl. Uh, West, go ahead. You start us off today. I've been talking a lot, so you go ahead. Okay. Uh, no worries. Uh, hard to pick against the Niners. Um, not, like, completely sold on Brock Purdy and the quarterback, but I think there's so many other weapons um, on the defensive side and offensive side. It's really hard to argue 
against their talent and their consistency over the last year. And I think uh, uh, Shanahan's a a decent coach um, for sure. I think he and um, uh, yeah, I think he and McVay are probably the the two best coaches in the West. I, I guess Pete Carroll's good too, but not as I'm not like sold on him as of late. I don't even know who the new Arizona Cardinals coach is, but it's a good thing they got rid of their old coach. <laughs> they, damn right. Damn right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Jonathan how. Gannon, by the way, former Eagles DC, Jonathan Gannon. Okay, gotcha. Um, oh, you said Eagles DC, former Eagles DC. Yes, sir, Eagles DC. Wait, was he with them last year? Yeah. yeah oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, wow, okay. That's a, probably a good hire then out of all the other people they could have hired. Um, yeah, I'm going to go, I mean, Niners, it's, it's really tough. It'd be really tough to pick against the Niners right now, honestly, as winners of the West. Uh, two and three are interesting, though. Um, so I, I have the Cardinals at four. Uh, they are actively tanking. That's a good choice. <laughs> yeah. Two and three. Uh, it's honestly a toss-up because – Seattle showed some promise last year. And then although the Rams like really fell off last year, um, Stafford's back. And then I don't know if Cup will stay healthy. Um, it looks like he's already out the first game. Uh, so that's not good. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, the, the Rams have some weapons and then obviously they have Aaron Donald on defense. Um, and he's just a force to be reckoned with. So I'll go, yeah, I'll go Niners, Rams, Seahawks, Cardinals. I'll go, I think the Niners will be like, I want to say like 13 and four or 14 and three. And the the Rams and Seahawks will go like nine and eight. <laughs> and then the Cardinals, I don't even care <laughs> what they'll go, but it won't be that good. Uh, I love that with the Cardinals. You're exactly right. Um, I do have the Niners in first, as you mentioned. I mean, that's pretty obvious. Their roster is loaded, man. I mean, Kittle, McCaffrey, Ayuk, Debo Samuel, O-line's great. Trent Williams on the O-line. D-line, Nick Bosa, Fred Warner. Nick Bosa from where, Steve? Oh, Ohio State. Please say it correctly, though, for our listeners. <laughs> the Ohio State. <laughs> Thank you. That's right. The Ohio State University. No, I mean, they're just loaded. Shanahan, I think, is a great coach. Kind of blows it in the Super Bowls. But, you know, other than that, I mean, he's still excellent. Uh Purdy, I'm, I agree with. Her. I think he'll take a step back. I mean, it won't go seventeen and zero, but Shanahan just—I mean, he's the quarterback whisperer. And, I mean, I, in a lot of ways. So I think Purdy will be enough. And Sam Darnold, not that I mean, Sam Darnold's had a couple chances and not done well. But again, with San Fran, with that roster and Shanahan, hell, Steve, you get out there, you probably throw a couple of bombs to Debo Samuel wide open. <laughs> yeah, get me out there, you coach. know. Yeah, absolutely. Like, <laughs> I'll swing the rock. So. Uh, I actually have Niners going 15 and two. The only loss I think at Seattle and at Philly late in the year. Um, I just think I, I'm, I'm always toward, probably too biased towards the home team, college and pro. But they're all their big games are at home. Besides the Eagles, they have Cincinnati at home. They have uh, uh, Dallas at home. They have um, someone else from the North Vikings, maybe someone else that that could be a contender at home. So I just think I mean I think San Fran they're just loaded, man. Yeah. They're loaded. And again, I don't, I don't love Seattle. I don't, I think Geno Smith will take a step back. I think he kind of had a fluke year, fool's, fool's gold, so to speak. Um, but great roster, Metcalf, Lockett, my boy Smith and Jigba from Ohio State, kind of a pussy last year sitting out those games, but he is a beast. I think he's yeah. really good in the slot. 
Uh, so Seattle is my third wild card team, and I had them finishing second. I respect you going with your family and your heart picking the Rams. And I, I, picking the Rams to repeat last year, I've been humbled in that sense, certainly. <laughs> and I thought the Rams would be a sleeper team, but they've looked god-awful in the preseason, man. I mean, they've looked atrocious. Yeah. Atrocious. Yeah. Uh, and then Cups hurt, so I, I, I don't love Seattle. I think I'm going 10-7, and seven, but again, someone's got to be a wild-card team in the NFC. I think Seattle beats Detroit. I think it's week two in Detroit, and that's what kind of separates those two teams in terms of the head-to-head. Um, and I just can't pick the Rams. And yeah, Cardinals, I think you're right. Who really cares? They're actually tanking. I think it's embarrassing. The NFL teams start tanking like NBA teams. The league's in deep shit. Um, they got, <laughs> they got rid of Colt McCoy, which I think is ridiculous. Murray's not going to play this year. There's no way he's going to play. So as I said in my blog, don't waste any time on the, if you're on the West coast, get freaking Sunday tickets. You don't want to be stuck watching the damn Arizona Cardinals every single Sunday. That's a form of punishment right there. So get Sunday ticket on YouTube TV. You're welcome, YouTube, for my influence here. But d- don't <laughs> nah. watch Arizona. <laughs> he said it best, but teams actively tanking in the NFL, man. It's time That's to right. That's corner, right. Man. Do whatever you can to not get out of that situation or go some go to a bar and watch a game or something, man. Exactly. Not with the Cardinals. Um, exactly. Definitely a better baseball franchise, as much as it pains me to say it. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. Yeah, so um, um, let's go, go, ahead, go ahead. Let's go run down playoff teams in the NFC again. So pick your uh, – so East, you, you had the the Eagles and the Cowboys going on the playoffs. Yes, I have Eagles winning, boys in second. Also, in the West, Will has San Fran like we do. I always I don't want to forget my boy Will's picks. He has the Niners in the West as well. But, yes, East, I have Eagles and boys, one, two, both making the playoffs. Okay. Uh, North? I have – Packers won, Bears wild card team in second place. Okay, yeah, that's fair. And you have you have the Bears. I I like that. I had the Bears one in the North, and then uh, I have Lions going to the playoffs. Okay, uh, Doctor Shaw's a fan of yours now. He'll he'll probably demand you come on the show more now, Steve. <laughs> as should. Yeah, I, I guess I got to pick my wild card teams. Um, so yeah, I got. Eagles winning the East, Cowboys as a wild card team. I think they'll be the the top wild card team, the four, the five seed. Um, I had the Bears winning the North, Lions going to the wild card. Ooh, six or seven seed. I don't know. Let's go. I'll, I'll give them the six seed. Um, okay. Because I only have I have the Saints being the four seed from the South, right? And then right. the West. Um, the Niners, ooh, I don't know if the Niners would be the one seed or the two seed. Uh, I guess, I guess I'll give them the one seed. So, and then I guess my last playoff team, well, I got to support the fam. So I'll, I'll put the Rams in as the seven seed. Dude, I love it. You could, you could make all of us eat crow here by the end of the year. I love it. <laughs> I mean, it's not like a crazy pick though. The Rams get the seven seed. No, the NFC especially. I mean, again, outside of Eagles, Dallas, and the 49ers, who, who, there's no one you can say with confidence. Maybe Seattle, but otherwise, who you're really going to say is like, barring something unforeseen, they're a playoff team. Yeah. Hell, it yeah. could be Atlanta or Carolina making a run. Who knows? <laughs> really good at this point in the South. <laughs> be gross, but yeah, it could happen. Exactly. Yeah, it is. All right. So let's go through NFC since we got it fresh in our minds. So we both have boys at Saints. Five versus four wild card. Obviously, I have Dallas winning the Saints. If I have the Saints winning seven games, they ain't getting a damn playoff win. New Orleans is a tough place to play. It could be like Seattle with that Beast Quake game in 2010. 
but I'm not picking the Saints to beat Dallas. So give me the boys on that one. Yeah, I'll agree. Next, next, next game. All right. So you have your sixth seed is the Lions, right? So you have Lions at uh, who? The Bears. Bears the three seed. Ooh, yeah, they would be because I got the All right. the Saints as the four. Oh man, tough, tough. It is, it is tough. Um, man, that, that tough because like both teams, like as we kind of talked about, they they might not even make the playoffs. So I don't know, to try to pick one to win, right. win the playoff game, <laughs> tough one. Um. Uh, I'll go Bears. But it's hard to win in Soldier Field in January, especially for a dome team like the Lions. Yeah, yeah, it's it's tough. And then I think that the Lions will come back and be better the next year, or they'll just fall flat in their face and be terrible. Right. If they make the playoffs this year. So we'll see. But I like that. Shit, Lions-Bears, that might be the damn Peacock game. yeah Uh, so i'll take the bears in that one um all right and then so my three versus six i have seahawks at packers don't love either team uh but again and group actually loses a shit ton of playoff games at home now but i'm not going to pick seattle to go into lambo and win so give me the packers over the seahawks in that one okay uh and then you have two versus seven you have then rams at who eagles or niners who's your two seed uh, I'll, the Eagles are the two seed. I have them. I have like the Eagles going thirteen and four. Um, I guess they go fourteen and three. I'll have them. I'll have them for for this sake. I'll have them going for thirteen, 13 and four, and I'll have the uh, Niners going fourteen and three. So, okay. uh, Rams, Eagles. I got the Eagles. Okay, now I have Eagles as a two as well, and they're over the Bears. All right, so our round two. Then you have Bears. You have Bears, Eagles. And boys Niners, I have boys Niners same, and then I have Packers Eagles. So boys Niners again, I got to pick San Fran. Um, until I see Dallas go farther in the divisional round and beat San Francisco, I really can't pick pick them. So I got Niners, and then I'll have Eagles over Pack. So rematch of last year's team, only this time in the Bay, I'll have Eagles at Niners. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I got the Eagles and the Niners in the the championship game as well. Sometimes not as much parody as you think, huh? <laughs> so Will Will has Dallas. This is Will's text. He says he has the Niners in the Super Bowl, but he has the Cowboys in the NFC title game. Um, so he, he does have Dallas breaking through that ceiling, but still losing to San Fran, which is the best of both worlds in some sense. So I get that. But he has the Niners uh, over the Cowboys in that. And I have the Niners as well. I think they're too good of a roster to not get back to the big game. I think they'll win. Purdy won't get hurt. They won't be starting freaking McCaffrey at quarterback in the second half this year. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I have Niners over Eagles to go to Vegas in Super Bowl 58. Okay. Uh, Will has the Niners in the Super Bowl as well. What say you, Mr. Steve? Oh, man. I I think I would go with the Eagles again to win. Wow. On the road. I love that. I love that. Just like they, they, I mean, uh, when it comes down to quarterback play, man, I'm, I'm pretty sold on Jalen. So, um, obviously, I, I think overall, though, the Niners have a better team, but I mean, Jalen has some great experience and I th- he's a better quarterback than, than Brock Purdy. Although Brock's been good, but, um, this is assuming everybody stays healthy. So, 
Yeah, I go Eagles back to the Super Bowl. No, that's great. And you know what? When in doubt, take take the best quarterback. I, I like that a lot, Steven. I love that you mix it up as well. I like that. I like that. Uh, I know you're also a 49ers hater, but that's fair. You know, go with go, go with your heart, man. Go with your heart. And that's not that's not a bad pick. So Yeah, I don't like the 49ers, man. <laughs> and you gotta you gotta you don't you don't want to sleep on the couch tonight. I forget you're a married man, so you can't yeah. I get it, man. You can't pick the Niners. I definitely understand that. Good that's call. True. Good call. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, that's why you're married and I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. So let's uh yeah, let's bounce over to the AFC. Um the crap shoot that is the AFC because too many damn good teams. Yeah, there there's a lot of could be parity here in the in the AFC, unlike the NFC. So um the Chiefs, man, I don't have ah, I don't know who's gonna be the one seed. I don't I don't think the Chiefs are gonna be the one seed this year. I think they'll be like two. Okay. I can so as hot of a take as this sounds, I can see Jacksonville being a one seed. Wow, I just heard Peter King say that the other day because he has them be- beating the Chiefs week two in the Heat and they're going like fourteen and three or whatever. So I, that's Steve. I like that a lot, man. I do. I do. Yeah, I can see the Jaguars being the one seed. I can also see Cincy being the one seed, and I don't. I don't. So I pick the Jets. I don't see them being the one seed. Um, I think the Chiefs will be the two seed. So I have the Chiefs as a two seed this year. Um, just for crap's sake, then I'll pick Jacksonville as the one seed. They have the this is South is so easy. That's I like that though. I mean, why, why toughest not? conference, and you pick the team that's not really talked about as the one. Why not? I like that. Yeah, I have Jacksonville as the one seed, and and Doug Peterson's a good coach too. So so you have Jags one, Chiefs two. Bengals three? Yeah, Bengals three, Jets four. Jets four, okay. Okay, and then your wild card teams are Broncos, Steelers, and Ravens, right? Uh, no, the Bills. No, not the Ravens. Bills, yeah, the Bills, Bills. Bills. I have Bills as the five seed, uh, Steelers as the six seed, and then Broncos as the seven seed. Okay. All right, so Bills, Jets, round one. That's spicy, first off. I really like that matchup Oh, a lot. man, I like that I like too. that matchup a lot. Uh, I'm going to go with the Bills then. Bills over Jets. You know what? I, I like that. Yeah. The way to hedge your bets too, because like you pick the Jets, but Bills in the playoffs. So either way, you kind of, you know, you could you could be right either way. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I don't really trust Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs, although he is a Super Bowl winner many many years ago. But uh, I, I see the Bills winning that one. Um, well, certainly fair. He's definitely he's definitely earned a lot of trust come January, so that's certainly fair. And I think again, it, it, it he said they're going to be close probably all year. Those Jets, Bills, and maybe the Dolphins. So, yeah, I could see you definitely see that result holding. So, all right, so let's just go through yours first. So you have then uh, Chiefs versus Broncos. Broncos, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm picking the Chiefs, man. I, I don't. That's obvious. <laughs> I can see the Broncos beating the Chiefs finally this year. Um, but it's not going to be in the playoffs. Right. Right. No. Uh, and then Steelers, Steelers, Bengals, another spicy matchup there. I, what do you like? Who do you like oh, in that one? Oh, man, I like this one a lot. Uh, this one's going to be a bloodbath. Um, just really old school, hard hitting football. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be, they do not like each other, these two teams. I mean, not, not to say that the Chiefs and Broncos like each other or the Bills and Jets like each other either, but. I think out of the right. all the teams, I think the, the Steelers and the Bengals would be um, just a brutal game. Uh, 
You know, Hart wants to say the Bengals are going to win this one. Do I dare say the Steelers uh, pull the upset? <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I can't go against Joe Burrow that early in the playoffs. So I'll go Cincinnati. Although I can see this. I can if the Steelers and Bengals do play in the playoffs, I can see it. Um, the Steelers pulling it out, but it's too hard to bet against Joe. No, I love that. And first off, I just want to say your matchups are great. Three divisional games <laughs> like that, and as all three wild cards, that'd be sick, dude. That'd be sick. That'd be a lot of fun. Bills, oh, yeah. Jets, Bengals, Steelers, Chiefs, Broncos, historical rivals. Like you said, Bengals, Steelers, that's a bloodbath. AFC North, I mean, that's that's almost almost as much as the Ravens, Steelers back in the day. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's I love that, man. That's that's awesome. You're, you're doing it right in terms of uh, the, the dream matchups for the league. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, must-see TV, I mean, for sure. So, all right. So, I do have the Chiefs as the one again. A lot of their teams are at home, and I'm usually partial to the home team. And again, going against Mahomes is, is not wise. Um, and I think they can withstand injuries to skill position players more than most teams can because of Mahomes and Reed. Uh, two seed, I have the Bengals. Three seed, I have the Jags actually. So, I'm kind of with you on a higher seed there because they're division four seed Bills. So, I have Bills, Ravens as the four five, three six. I have Jags. Uh, Dolphins and then two seven. I have Bengals Jets, so I have Bengals beating the Jets again. Rodgers in the playoffs. I could see him going on a run as a road team like he did with the Packers in 2010, but I'm not going against Joe Burrow that early, like you said. Yeah, I also have Jags over the Dolphins because again, fool's gold. McDaniels, yep. I don't think is a very good coach. Two of them might not even be healthy, so I'm going <laughs> uh Jags in that battle of Florida, and then I have the Ravens over the Bills in in um. Buffalo, I think Baltimore will go in there and win. I don't – again, Bills, you just can't really trust them in January, man. They're just not – you know, some teams have a psychological – they lack the psychological edge or whatever it is. And I just think – plus, you, it's good to mix it up in terms of road teams winning. So, yeah, I have both five seeds winning, Dallas and then Baltimore I have over uh, the Bills. Okay. Yeah, I like it. So, yeah, I think – again, I think – assuming Lamar Jackson's healthy, which if they make the playoffs, he probably will be, although you never know. Um then round two, I have Ravens at Chiefs. Obviously, Chiefs, again, uh, to, not that I like the commentator Nick Wright, but he has a funny thing called the Arrowhead Invitational because they're always at home in the playoffs. I'm not thinking <laughs> against the Chiefs that early in the Arrowhead Invitational. Um, and then I have Bengals over Jags, two great young quarterbacks, but I think Jags are still a year away. So I have, it for part three, another rematch just like the NFC, Bengals at Chiefs. Steve, tell me your divisional picks now. And Bengals at Chiefs would be awesome again. Uh, a lot of people would want to see that again. Um, That's right. That's right. Really good matchup between QBs and a good rivalry brewing. Uh, man, who did I pick? So I got the Jaguars um, in the divisional. You got Jags versus Bills, 1-5. Then you have Chiefs versus Bengals. Just, just div- divisional round. Divisional round. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> run. Uh, so I got the Jaguars beating the Bills. Um, so I think Jaguars will go to the conference championship, and then uh, man, Chiefs Bengals in the divisional. Oh man, so it, it, I'm at this point right now on the podcast where I just want to say the Chiefs are going to win this, go and win the Super Bowl, um, again, but. Winning the Super Bowl back to back is not very rare. Very rare. Hasn't happened since 04, 03, 04. Uh, Patriots, I'm assuming. 
So yes, sir, that's right. That's yeah. right. I am gonna go. I'm gonna go Cincy. Wow, going against your own team. Come on, Steve. Don't take it for granted. Yeah, I'll go. I go Cincy. Um, yeah, I, I. I honestly, I'm just gonna ride Cincinnati the full way. Wow. So you have. I mean, they do. They they love the road. They want the Super Bowl. They had th- two road wins last year. They had one road win at Buffalo, obviously. So. Well, it, I love that neither of us still have Mahomes playing a road playoff game, which I think is awesome. <laughs> yeah, no way. Um, but I'm with you. I actually, I have Cincinnati winning again in Kansas City. I think it'll it's it's going to go back and forth these next couple years. Um, again, Bills are kind of a clear third team there. I think the Bills and Chiefs, or excuse me, Bengals and Chiefs. It's like the Pats and Colts, or Broncos and Pats. Um, yeah, I got again no road playoff game from Mahomes, but I think Burrow goes in there and wins again. Last year was a very back and forth game. It wasn't a cheap out of bounds call on Cincy. I think it was a penalty, but obviously kind of a fluke play. Yeah. Um. So I guess we're both in agreement. So you have Bengals, Eagles. I have Bengals, Niners. Um, we're matched both sixteen and twenty three. Nice. Uh, as the guest, Steve, I'll defer to you. Who's winning Super Bowl fifty eight in Las Vegas? Who you got? <laughs> the only place where the house consistently loses. Or, or, or <laughs> the home team consistently loses. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh man, I think yeah, I think it's time for the Bengals to win. I'll I'll, I'll give it to Cincy this year. I mean, it's really hard to, to stay out of you know since Cincinnati. For me, I think it's going to be Cincinnati, the Chiefs, or or the Eagles for my top three. Um, but just the way I I set up the playoff bracket and the playoffs, I, th- I think it's I think it's going to be Cincy this year. And honestly, I don't have like a great argument of why, but because I can see it being the the Eagles, Chiefs, or or Cincy. Obviously, I, I don't see it being the Niners though, because I'm just not sold on Brock Purdy, man. I'm just not sold on him. And I, I mean, if I eat crow on that, I eat crow. But like the the three three of the best quarterbacks in the league are you know Pat number one, Joe, Jalen, and then um. Josh, if he's not throwing picks right and left, and then you know Trevor, Trevor Lawrence is great too. So, um, yeah, I'll just pick the Bengals, man. It's time. So I'll leave it at that. Okay, I, I respect that, man. You you went pro family in the NFC, and then by not picking San Fran, that's fair. Independent of your hatred, that is fair. I think what you're saying is valid. Purdy's definitely the outlier. Maybe the coaching gives him an edge, but he's the outlier in terms of those other guys. Yeah, um, and you went against your own team. I respect the modesty, Steve. I do, man. I mean, it's easy to be a homer, and someone's got to go back to back here soon. But I, I respect that. I, I have the Bengals as well, though. I think they're due. I'm not underestimating like I did last year. Uh, I think Burrow's great. Obviously, a great roster. I think Zach Taylor's good enough. Yeah. Um, and I just think their time. I think if, if avoiding the hangover that like they did last year, I think was a big step. And again, they they were right there with the Chiefs, obviously. Dominated the Bills, tough division, but I just think it's their time. And, nine, and Niners, they, they Niners just can't. They, they, you know, obviously a team could put together, but the Niners always seem to not be able to. They blew it against the Chiefs in in twenty twenty. Uh, Rams two years ago, they had they they had a lead, blew it. Last year with the injuries, not really their fault. I mean, I just think the Niners were kind of they're they're like next year's champion, as they used to say about the Cowboys in the seventies. So, 
I think I think it's the Bengals' time. And as I said in my blog, how my blog ended, driving another stake in the Cleveland fans' hearts <laughs> with the Bengals <laughs> winning the Super Bowl for the Browns. I love the Battle of I seventy one, good old Ohio rivalry. Uh, that's my that's my explanation there as well. I think it's the Bengals' time. Cleveland fans in shambles as usual, <laughs> and Bengals get it done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. Awesome, man. Yeah. Great, great prediction. Great analysis. Um, stats, you know, pulling them out, you know, left and right out of wherever you're pulling them out of, man. But this has been great. Great talking to you on talking football. We should um, potentially do a, mi- a midseason um, update and then obviously we'll have to do something in the playoffs again. Absolutely, man. Amen. Real quick, let me just say, Will, I can't forget my boy Will. He has Niners over Chiefs, so he's more confident in your boys than you are, Steve. Um, he has Chiefs over Chiefs over Jags in the conference title and Niners over boys and then Niners over Chiefs in a rematch Super Bowl 54. He has the Niners winning this time, though. That's uh, that's fair. I mean, like, I think any route that we just described is definitely a, a logical and not too far off route. Um, right. For how any right. playoff shakeup. I I think we all recognize that the Eagles, Niners, Chiefs, Bengals, and Jaguars are probably the five best teams uh, on paper and just, you know, from last season. And we all, it's kind of crazy how we all think they'll carry over um, to this season um, success as well. But I, I think those are probably the five best teams right now. Right. And Jacksonville, partially because of their division. But I think, yeah, coach and quarterback, they have locked in. And I agree with you. I, yeah, I think, like you said, any not not that you know NFL is full of parity, so you don't become like the NBA. But I think you're right in terms of those five or six teams. You'll always have new teams make the playoffs, like right. there is every year. But I think in terms of who actually win, those five teams probably. Are, I would say at this point in time, it's only going to be those five that you would say are championship contenders. No, uh, yeah, I'd agree. So, um, but yeah, midseason we should uh, Halloween we can clown these picks. And go back and clown them like 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 any good analyst does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, watch the Colts, man. Us to be the perennial leaders of the South. That's right. Red flag, Richards. <laughs> yeah, man. Watch them pan out and me eating all kinds of crow. No, but that's what makes it fun. I mean, if you don't go on a limb or you don't beat your chest a little bit, it's not fun. So screenshot these takes or voice record these takes and rub it in our face, Phil and Adam and, and Brian and all of them. You know, I love it. I love it. <laughs> well, man, this, is, this has been great. Um, yeah, we took about a little over two hours, I think, because we had the first seven minutes get cut off. So we're, we're pushing a little over two, which is awesome. That's right. No, it is. I love it, man. We can talk football all day for sure, Steve. I love that, man. You're, you're the man. You're the man. I appreciate it, Mr. T. Awesome stuff. Well, yeah, yes, sir, as always. Good, good rest of your night. Thanks for all who listened in. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll probably do a, a mid-season update. So, um, yeah, let us know your thoughts in the comments. Yes, please do. And, uh, Steve, thank you as always. And enjoy the game tomorrow, man. If football season's back, you enjoy raising that banner again. Home of the Chiefs, baby. Let's go. Let's say, give us a little, give us a little home of the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, home of the Chiefs. Yeah. It, it, oh, yeah. I guess la- last last thing I'll say is, if you ever, if the national, if they ever do play the national anthem on TV, if if you're at Arrowhead or actually, even if you are not Arrowhead, you can usually hear a resounding home of the Chiefs. I think Travis Kelsey said, "That's that's how we know whether or not our fans traveled on an away game. How loud that home of the Chiefs was, <laughs> the national anthem." And in the AFC West, it's usually always pretty loud, no matter where they play. 
Oh yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. That's awesome. So hopefully they um, start the season off right with a loud and resounding home of the Chiefs with their with their flyover tomorrow at Arrowhead. Oh, they'll be rocking. You know that for sure. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, we'll talk to you later, Mr. T. Yes, sir. Thank you, and enjoy, everybody enjoy the season. Gotcha. All right. Take it. All right. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.